Three, two, one. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Conversing with Chris and Misa, the podcast. As always, co-host of the podcast, Mr. Misa fucking L is here. Yo, yo, yo. What it do, what it do, what it do. In the producer chair, our boy Joe is back. Hey, guys. I missed you guys. I was uh, absent last week, but I missed you guys. Nobody noticed Joe. Nobody (laughs) Nobody (laughs) fucking noticed. Get out of here. All right, guys. For episode 124, very special guest of the podcast, host of ESPN Sports Talk on ESPN 600, Mr. Steve Kapowitz is in the building. So what's up to the podcast, Steve? That's a nice applause. I like that, guys. Yeah. That's, that's a really good. It's from our live audience. We got a live audience in here, guys. Yeah. We got Blue, our beer guy. We got our boy Chewy from Next Gen mm-hmm. Sports. Shout out to Shout Chewy, out for, Chewy the merch. for the merch. Looks nice. Thank you very much. That's my boy, Blue. That's yeah. 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 my boy, Blue. <laughs> yes, hey, that is my boy. guy, Blue. Mr. Kaplowitz, thank you for being here today, man. Thank you for uh, taking time out of your busy schedule to come and hang out in the studio with us. Uh, we really do appreciate you for that. Um, so for the, the audience that may not know who you are, go ahead and introduce yourself a little bit. All right, sure. Um, so I've been working in radio in El Paso for 27 years. Uh, started in 1995, right out of college, and I did it in school for about two, three years in Austin when I was over at UT. Started on KLAQ with Buzz back in uh, in the mid-90s, and things were a little different back then. Uh, it was Buzz, Patty, uh, Johnny Gonzalez, and myself. It was the four of us. Then uh, started doing more and more work on the AM sports station, KROD, um, and took over for John Teicher on Sports Talk in July of 97, and I've uh, been doing it ever since. So this will be uh, 25 years, actually, uh, in morning drive, or actually afternoon drive, I should say, uh, hosting Sports Talk. And uh, yeah, other than that, been moonlighting, did uh, some TV uh, sports anchoring for seven years uh, with different stations, uh, write a weekly column for El Paso Inc. Uh, but for the most part, this has been my bread and butter, guys, just uh, hosting a sports radio show each and every afternoon. Yeah, dude, that's amazing. That's like my dream job right there for yeah, sure, dude. It's like, that's hell, hell yeah, Mr. Kaplowitz. So, guys, um, we have a few gifts for Mr. Kaplowitz today. Wow, yeah, sure we're do. Gonna, yeah. We're going to reveal those. But before that, guys, in order to start this podcast, we have a tradition. It's called the cracking of the celebratory beer. And it sounds like this. Shout out to everybody who's listening. Thank you guys for supporting everybody for subscribing to our YouTube channel. And Mr. Kapowitz, cheers to you for being here. Cheers. Cheers. Um, you guys are bud men. So cheers uh, for that. Very nice. Yes. Mm-hmm. There you go. Well, it's actually not even mine. This is yep. Misa's. I don't know what he's Yeah, my middle right name is actually Bud Light. Yeah. Christopher Bud Light Marcus. That's wait, wait, when, he, when you see him, he sweats. It's Bud Light. <laughs> You know, the fact that you guys uh, are still drink domestic beer after the rise of craft beers is pretty impressive right. because, uh, <laughs> you know, it really is. Um, it's because we were raised on these beers. Right. I was too. And then I discovered craft beer and I haven't looked back. So, right. you know, the nice thing is this. You can drink 10 of those, right? And, um, you know, have a good time. Or you can drink two really, really high alcohol craft beers, feel the same way, not get as full and but the, have the same and kind of effect. And your night's over, though, after two drinks. That's the thing, And you know what? When you're almost when you're in your 40s, that's exactly how hey, you want exactly to be. Sure. That's, that's, that's right. Smart. But that's the thing, <laughs> yeah. though. I, IPAs here. I mean, I, I went to go visit our one of our uh, friend of the podcast, uh, Chris Molina in Oregon. So I've had some IPAs and breweries up there, and yeah. they taste way better than the ones that we have down here. So it just depends. The, the key with IPAs, guys, is getting them fresh. If yep. you get those IPAs as soon as they're canned, it's as good as it gets. But sometimes you go to the stores, you buy an IPA, you don't look at the born on date, and you realize that old. you're drinking, a, again, eight or nine right. month old IPA, and they do get skunky. So you got to be careful. And you just, when it comes to beers, especially IPAs, the sooner you get them when they're canned, the better. 
Hey, you should start. You should start a, a radio talk show about So, so we do. So, uh, oh. we actually for the last fifteen years we have a baseball guy on Wednesdays. His name is Jay Jaffe. Uh, he works at Fangraphs, and at the end of every segment, he reviews a beer. Now, Jay's in Brooklyn, New York, so most of the beers he reviews are New York beers. It used to be national stuff, but now right. so many craft beers are opening up left and right. Yep. But he's always reviewing craft beers, and then we brought him in on a couple of occasions for some of our beer fests, mm-hmm. and he's come in as our special uh, honorary guest and we bring him in just to drink beer. Now you think about this. Think <laughs> about this a for a second. Okay? Yeah, you think I have a good job? How about, how about that? Right. How about knowing that you are being brought in solely to drink just beer, drink this beer dude. as as a as a like a celebrity. You're the right. celebrity beer yeah. drinker. That's, that's the greatest gig ever. Hey, that should be your job, Blue. Not only, not only are you the celebrity, but you're also like the beer expert. You're right. like the sommelier of, exactly. like, there you go. of beers, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. So, okay, so you were telling us just off air when you got here um that you're a big uh, tequila guy that you like to to dab into to love uh, tequila, tequila. Yeah. so uh we went ahead and got you a few little gifts here oh if you guys can go ahead and, and bust that out we would really appreciate it here they are uh mr kaplowitz here's a little bit of 1800 oh very uh, nice clear and then a okay. little bit of reposado i had never seen this tequila before it's called uh Luna Azul Reposado, and I like the bo- the bottle, so I thought um, we should try it. Or That's cool. Yeah, let's let's you. let's do it. We'll break but these out. You oh, go. you guys, you was, guys, now you guys did something really interesting. Okay, <laughs> you have them chilled. Now I had never had chilled tequila before. Oh, right? the best. And um, a good friend of mine, uh, Cody Decker, who played for the uh, Chihuahuas for a few years and then was living in El Paso and working in El Paso for years, he swore by his tequila, like um, mixing it with with ice and then getting and then like having it, you know, chilled. I go, chilled. what are you doing? So <laughs> he um, so he told me that's how you have, that's how he drinks it. So he tried it. We weren't impressed, but you know, that was his thing. So guys, I'm, I'm all about it. You know, when it comes to tequila, as long as you don't drink it with salt and, and, and lime, lime and you just drink nah, it straight, straight, you sip it. You, right. you know, the, the purpose of tequila is, is sipping tequila. Mm-hmm. Have some before you go to bed, kind of nice, relaxes you. And then you go to sleep it's, or, you know, you know, you know, what's crazy with traditions, at least in my family. And you know, my family comes from deep Mexico is after you eat, you sip on a shot of tequila. So mm-hmm. it helps you digest. Absolutely. Right. That's, exactly. never, no, that's and, true. Yeah. That's, that's and, very uh, true. Like we talked before, I'll make sure to get you some Julio Setenta. So you Thank get a party popping. I appreciate yeah. that. Setenta, oh, yeah. Setenta, one of the best. Oh, uh, yes. Hey, have, Steve, so. but we, we got a rule, though. Um, before you leave, one of these have to be empty. <laughs> well, let's see. There's, there's the no, 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 for six of you. So that, that works out. Okay, we can we can do that. We can do that. That's funny. It sounds to me like it's going to be a really good weekend. Hey, yes. There we go. It's only yeah. noon. Let's get it started. That's right. And All this right. is our. Uh, we don't do a lot of day casts. We usually do evening casts. But I really like the day ones. I like the day one because we start day drinking early right. and we finish, and it's like we still got the whole day ahead of ourselves. I always get in trouble when we do something like this during the mm-hmm. day because I have to go home to my wife and kids. Yeah, that's and tough. I don't remember getting home to my wife and kids, so I wake up the next day on Sunday, and I'm like, "Did I get home to my wife and kids?" You know, and then I look at my wife, and she's just mad dogs me, and I'm like, "Yeah, I showed up. <laughs> I you showed up. You showed up late." Yeah, All right, Mr. Steve. So let's get into this a little bit about your story. Sure. Um, obviously, like you're prominent in El Paso. Um, I like the fact that like uh, as soon as you got here, you you were even like like, "Damn, John Teicher came here," and like that was big because like to me, getting you and Teicher on the pod has been like one of our goals since the very beginning very so beginning to be able to say that we've accomplished that like it I means think a your lot name is still up on our board when we first started we were in a garage yeah we wrote people's names yeah. like johnny cage was one of them and then buzz like adams buzz yeah. adams yeah. Was one. steve um, aaron jones is another and like slowly but surely we've been able to get um some of you guys in here but right on. um 
So you grew up in New York, right? Well, really, I grew up in El Paso. Uh, born in New York, uh, was born in Brooklyn, then um, lived in uh, Long Island. It's a place called Massapequa Park, not that far from the house where the Amityville Horror was filmed. Really? Oh, no, Shit. That. So, yeah. And by the way, that was real. That's not, uh, that's, I mean, it was a movie, but it's based on, it's based uh, on, on a real, real, yeah, story, a real yeah. house over there. So yeah, Damn, so, that's fucking crazy. but what happened was, was that, now this goes back 70s, guys, 1970s, okay? My dad sold pens. That was what his job was. He was a traveling pen salesman for Schaefer Pen Company, and they happened to have a uh, an office in El Paso. So he decided, because he used to take business trips here, that'd be a great place to move. He was tired of shoveling snow, tired of the, the harsh weather, and he fell in love with El Paso. So in the summer of 1978... Moved us all from uh, you know Long Island to El Paso. So wow. been there ever since. So really, to me, I didn't live in New York all that long, about five years. So to me, El Paso is home. home I still right. call it home, and and you know it's the place I've lived the longest, and the place I wanted, you know, I want to stay. I had opportunities to leave, but El Paso just there's something so special about this town. That oh yeah, yeah. You'll never you you'll never here, have to shovel snow for sure. That's, <laughs> yeah, dude, and if you and if you do have sure. snow, you do. and if you do have snow, you play in it. You don't shovel it. You yeah. play in it because. It's yeah. Because it's a rarity. You, you never get pictures, it. That's you don't right. Get, we tell don't get everybody. That stuff out here. Yeah. You take videos, pictures, and say, look, this was the year it snowed in El Paso. Yeah. All of that's a sudden, right. everybody comes meteorologist when it snows. Right. <laughs> yeah, dude. And that's, that's right. And that's crazy because, um, yeah, like the, the whole, like, obviously the whole move from uh, upstate New York uh, down over here to uh, El Paso um, is a very, like, drastic difference between the culture, the way people live. Uh, the way the cities are planned out, everything is di totally different. But um, Schaefer was like a pen, like um, pen. Like so, there was they used to make pens. They would manufacture I'm, pens. So no. they would, so they would sell them. So there were places downtown in El Paso that sold pens right. back in those days, and he would he would make sure those were replenished, and he would also handle Mexico. Although when the peso devalued in the early '80s, it killed the uh, the business for him okay. at the time because it was huge back then. Yeah. People don't realize this right. That's there weren't pens. computers. Was, there weren't no. any computers there, back then. This was before Amazon, before computers, before the internet. This was back in the days when if you wanted something, you had to go find it. Yeah. You know, you you couldn't just go online, press Order a button, it. and next thing you know, you right. get it. So um, he also had um, Dunhill lighters and Mont Blanc. Mont Blancs are still Damn, around today, beautiful pens. And uh, that was it. So that was the business. And uh, he had an office downtown, the old El Paso National Bank building. And I remember as a kid, I used to go hang out. And it was the coolest thing in the world because he always took me as a kid to Big Bun for lunch. And I thought I had won the lottery because Big Bun was this hamburger place. It's still around, but it's it's moved. It's still downtown, but it's not in the same spot. Had this little like shack where they would cook and smoke would come pouring out of the top <laughs> of the river. So every afternoon, around, every morning around 1030, when you saw the smoke, you knew that's when the rush was starting to come. They're, like, they're getting down down there. Oh, man. As a kid, that was the greatest. That was the great help. People don't realize this. Downtown El Paso, back in the 70s and 80s, was awesome. It right. still is, because now it's had the resurgence. But back in those days, there were so many cool things that they had back then that, that, that aren't around anymore. And when you were just walking around, you thought it was just the coolest place you could possibly be. You don't hear that nowadays. You right. don't hear like, hey, let's go to downtown this well, weekend. It's like, well, no. well, like uh, something that I always remember, my aunts and like even my dad and like, they would talk about like, they would have a whole day of going downtown. And like, you would go downtown and you would yeah. just go like, 
all over downtown checking out all the different sites and scenes Eat, but out. now it's like the only reason i go downtown is because i work there you know what i mean i don't really <laughs> sure besides that i don't really go downtown besides uh, going go to work for or for like a game like a chihuahua game local game um but i guess back in the day it was more lively people would go down there you could shop you could eat you could uh relax you could just sightsee i mean it's 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 a lot different back in the day and the restaurants were, were killer right and now and there's still some really good places to eat but back then they had places like um there was a place called um, Grace's Deli. It later became Briar's Deli on the west side. And it was a, it was in the old YWCA building. So when you walk in there, the place was always packed with business people, great sandwiches, like New York Deluxe mm. Deli style, which you don't find here anymore. Um, that was great. The Big big Bun was great. They had some, some other really good restaurants. So you could always pick between about five to six great spots to go. They were always busy with, with, with business people. And it was just a different time back then. It yeah. was back when El Paso was just, you know, I mean... Sarko was still blowing up crap Our all Sarko, over the place. Yeah, yeah. Hey, shout yeah. out to Sarko. I remember yeah, Sarko. Yeah. Yeah. They were still pumping uh, lead from the ground and all the, the people. Hey, that's why, my, the hey, that's why all my cousins from Anapra have like an extra limb or something. Right. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Sarko. Well, that's right. It was, it was something. Well, it was something was popping off out there. I mean, remember with the Sar- uh, Sarko, the small community of Smelter Town that was mm-hmm. right there. Yeah. Uh, some of our family, me and Blue, are actually cousins. Um, his mom is my dad's sister, so me and him are first cousins. Right on. Um, but we have family that they were displaced from Smelter Town because of the lead contamination, the water contamination. That, that, sure. uh, that says a lot on YouTube. That's why they're, man, that's man. Why they're super up. weird. You know? Don't, don't, don't <laughs> Look it up, bro. Mind. They both shave their heads yeah. like that. Dude, that's crazy. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, it's crazy. A lot of people yeah. don't realize, like, people used to live right there, and then they were displaced. A lot of mm-hmm. them were displaced to town, or, town and country, the little uh, neighborhood that's right here off of Donovan. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's interesting. El Paso has such a, a unique history. Rich history. Rich history. And I like to, to talk to older people um, that have been around and lived in a different El Paso than we got the chance to grow up and experience. Because when I grew up, uh, you couldn't even go to Wattis. They The border was shut. Like You couldn't cross. It was very dangerous to go to Wattis to party. And I know people back in the day would have a fucking field day. Oh, dude, I, I used to go morning. party in high school. I used to go to Kentucky Derby and let's go. Last years before you could yeah. do that. Yeah, two thousand five. Oh six was the last year where you could go safely. Yeah. yeah. No, no. This guy's saying no, dude. He's like, I was just there yesterday. <laughs> He's like, I was, <laughs> hey, he, he, he lives so, over there. <laughs> you know, it's funny, guys. So um, back in the in the nineties and two thousands, early two thousands, when the uh, Sun Bowl basketball tournament would happen and the football tournament for that matter, they would always take the coaches to Mexico, and oh, nice. Viva Mexico was the spot. That's yeah, where Viva they would Mexico, go. Right there off, they, uh, right. Right would, off of uh, Puerto Libre, they would take the, Americas. They would take the basketball players to Viva Mexico. They would see the show, eat there, you know, have a, have a dinner, and that was part of the uh, festivities. The experience exactly because you know you come in for the Sun Bowl, you want to go to Mexico. That was yeah. one of the big things. So they would they would have this one night that was Viva Mexico night, and um, yeah, it was it was it was huge. I'd be like, so y'all want to go? To, y'all want to go to la la periferia? Vamos a la periferia. Any, uh, <laughs> any crazy stories of you out there? No, none. No, this, mm, was, never, this was before the internet, before cell phones. Before <laughs> yeah that's crazy and one thing that uh, me and you have in common mr steve is we're actually chs alumni oh there um, you go i graduated uh oh you went to coronado, he went to coronado yeah. nah, hey, 
like, put the boo, put the boo sound. I don't know which one. These guys are Franklin guys. Oh, so. Franklin. Hey, let's go. He's like, Franklin wasn't even invented yet when it I was wasn't, It wasn't no, invented. You didn't no have Franklin? a choice. It nah. was we'll, we'll, we'll give you that. We'll Listen, give you, there we'll was give no, you that pass. We'll was give no, you that pass. There was no Franklin. Was we'll give you that pass. Oh, you could have gone to El Paso High. I'm trying to I was big. I'm trying to get my son to go to Coronado. He wants to go to Franklin. He knows what's up. That's where the Cougars are. He knows what's up. Yeah. Uh, that's where, yeah, but that is where the Cougars are. That's true. Wow, 2009. <laughs> that's where the Cougars are, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, 2009, I graduated 09. I think uh, we all did 09. Mm-hmm. 09. 09. Oh my God. I graduated uh, 18 years before you guys. Oh, Jesus. Dude, what do you what class? 91. God wow. Damn. Well, that's well, when we were born. Dude. I was born in August. I was a year old. <laughs> oh, dude, I was, I was still in my I was a year old like I said. telling oh, myself, geez. I can't wait to have Steve on my pod. <laughs> Steve, we, we didn't, we didn't uh, want to make you feel old there. It was just kind of, I just wanted to bring up the fact, CS, CHS alum, that doesn't really go. happen that much. That happened with Ivan Melendez. Chris uh, doesn't want him to feel old. He's yeah. like, I love, you know, talking to older people. Well, yeah. <laughs> it was more of like the You know what? After saying that, it's like, all right, let's start drinking. Let's start drinking. Let's start drinking. Yeah. I need I, I need now now after telling me how how young you guys <laughs> no, are after, I need some no tequila. after he realized 91 he's like fuck all right yeah I need a shot right. man <laughs> yeah, I'm getting old he's like I'm gonna see if you guys could keep up right. oh yeah so like uh when you went to Coronado yeah. um right away after high school did you uh you went to UT right I did I went straight from Coronado to UT so I was there I was at UT from 91 to 95 okay and I, I mean, I've been to UT, like, just like visiting the campus. I've never like, you know, I've never gone to a game or anything there, but uh, the campus lifestyle there is a lot different from what you have here at UTEP. Yes. Um, what was that kind of like when you were, when you were going, going to school over there? That was unbelievable. I mean, you know, back then that was the thing. I, I visited two schools out of El Paso in, in high school. I went to ASU and I went to UT. And once I applied to uh, Texas and got in, I thought there was there was no there was no looking back. And I had a great time. I mean, I made friends at Texas that I'm still friendly with today, 30 years later after after I was there. And um, just you know, the life was so different. I mean, you would um, there were you know, parties all the time. So you whether it was on campus uh, or you went out to Sixth Street. Um, now it's more like Six and Fourth. Um, you just had there was always something to do. There was never a dull moment at Texas. That was the best part. And sports wise, you know, you have Texas football in those days the basketball team was still pretty good and so was baseball so there was always something sports uh, that was happening but man i mean that's where i that's where i um, you know cut my teeth on on radio uh was in college because i wanted to do a newspaper and when I went to see the sports editor, he told me that I would basically be doing nothing for the first year or two besides just ripping scores off and, and giving and, and being a runner. And I didn't want to do that. So the student radio station in Texas um, offered a chance to just get on the radio and do whatever you want. So we started doing a sports radio show, a buddy of mine, uh, in 92, I think it was. And we spent three years doing that. And when I realized that being on a radio station could get you courtside access <laughs> to the Spurs and hey. and then go see any sporting event you want in the Dallas, Houston, um, you know, San Antonio area, it was a no-brainer for me. I'm like, this is the greatest. Hey, all I got to say is, hey, go, go Spurs, go, baby. Go Spurs right here. Go Spurs, right? Go oh, there Spurs, you go. go, baby. So, go. I was in, so I was in San Antonio when Dennis Rodman just showed up. Yeah. Really? And this Whoa. is back when he was dating Madonna. Oh, and, it was also, and it was also back when Robin was the first tattooed player in the NBA because before Rodman, there really weren't a lot of tattoos around the NBA. And then he shows up and everybody starts to get tatted after him. It was kind of like a, he was kind of like a, uh, 
you know, one of those, he started the trend really right. for sports. He's and a for, trendsetter. He was, right. he was ahead of his time. And uh, just, you know, I remember those days really well because I would sit courtside, I looked behind me and there were all these people that were multi-zillionaires and they were behind me. And I'm like, man. You're like, how am I in front of this? This is the life. I've made it. All I got to do is is talk for a living and I can go to any sporting event, which is what I grew up doing in El Paso. This was a no-brainer for me. So I fell in love with college. doesn't understand sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what's crazy is like, um, obviously like, uh, I'm assuming you were a sports fan since you were a little kid, right? Oh yeah, I grew grew up around it. My dad was uh, my idol. And my dad uh, was a huge sports fan, okay. New York, New York sports fan. So now you said upstate uh, Long Island is not upstate New okay. York. That's like Buffalo, Syracuse, That's and Albany. Upstate, right. um, okay. You know, Long Island is is right next to New York City, okay. practically. So it's right there. Um, and um, but so he was a big, you know, Knicks fan. He loved uh, the Giants. He loved uh, the Ranger hockey team. So we grew up around sports and he loved UTEP. So we've been going to UTEP basketball games since 79. We've been right. season ticket holders for four for you know, over 40 years. And that was a big deal back then because I grew up at the Haskins Center. I grew up watching not just the Bear, but I mean, all the great UTEP teams was was it. So for me, you know, sports has always, I played it, um, still do, and it's and love talking about it because it's been such a big part of my life. Right. Damn, so. he plays, but let's see, we can go to the park with the- <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, God. These guys went to go play basketball mm-hmm. the other day. Oh, we played on, we went to go play on Tuesday, right? And yeah. we we're like, all right, we're 30, like we still got this. Like we used to ball up, you know, we'd be out in the court all day, all we night. Used to ball up. We went, we in. played uh, 21, and yeah. literally after two rebounds, we were like, all right, dude, like. Fuck. I was throwing up. Joe was like having a heart attack. I was, oh, like, hey, I was, like, I was like, never again. It's never terrible. Again. Yeah, it's it was terrible. bad. It, it was it was actually like one of the like a slap in the face. Like, yeah. dude, what the fuck? You're getting doing? you're you need to stay active. Yeah, dude. You're not do, anyways. Whatever. Cheers to uh, playing basketball. <laughs> cheers to getting old. Hey, and uh, let's get salute, salute, boys. Yeah, salute. There you salute. go. Cheers salute. Cheers, everyone. Salute. For the mm. people that are only listening to on audio platforms, we're uh, taking a shot of a uh, eighteen hundred. Oh, this is uh, gross. Clear. Yeah, this is gonna taste good. Oh man. Okay, so oh, I forgot that tequila blacks me out. Yeah, watch out. Watch out with this guy. He's gonna wake up tomorrow. Oh, his wife's gonna be so like, "Where the fuck were you?" Let's go back uh, to your college days and sure. something that you uh, that you said you started with the student radio. Like, was it really that easy? Just anybody could go and like get it was on amazing. the student radio. Yeah, like, yeah, it was. And and by the way, it wasn't sports. It was cable FM. So in 1992, you had to have one of those big uh, stereo receivers, and then you took a cable wire like to your television, and you split it into the back of your receiver to pick up the channel. So if you had a regular FM radio, you couldn't listen to the station. Oh, shit. It was student radio for Texas. And, um, and yeah, so it was great because we practiced. It was like we could do a show. And when we got a caller, that was a big deal. That was a, yeah, we're yeah. like, wow, you're guy. actually <laughs> listening to this shit, and it was amazing. <laughs> so, um, but it's just the way it was. So I, I, I mean, I essentially kind of thought about how I wanted to host sports talk when I eventually got an opportunity to, and I based a lot of it on how I did my radio show back in Austin. We used to get guests on all the time back right. when people didn't really do that kind of stuff. And, and again, it was just so interesting. My producer who worked with us on the student station became the uh, lead producer for Dallas Cowboys radio for 25 years. He worked uh, as the, as the man that would produce Brad Sham and, and all the Cowboy broadcasts. And then my partner and I were both from El Paso. We both graduated Coronado together and we were both sports fans so for us 
It was no brainer. It was, it was like, yeah, it was easy. It was great. And then we tape interviews. We run the interviews back. We get some calls from time to time. We did it on weekends. And it was about the best practice you could possibly have. So by the time I got out of college, I already kind of knew what I wanted to do. It was just a matter of getting that opportunity and, and, and just trying to make the most of it. Right. And yeah. I'm tripping out on like the like how easy it was for you to just be able to like get into that environment. Um, because like it seems like like they were very open to like letting yeah. I mean it was the same with John Tyshirt. Yeah, well, yeah. Like letting young kids, young college kids kind of give them a chance and a platform like here, kind of do your thing and, and see what you can make out of it. So it's student radio. The whole point of the radio station was whatever you wanted to do, they right. weren't going to tell you no. They were going to say, let's give it a shot and see how it goes. So it was an alternative station. And back then, that's when alternative was really first getting big, right. uh, 90s, so early 90s. So they played a lot of music, um, but they did have these these specialty weekend shows like, like, like we did. Shows. Exactly right. And that's what we did. We did, I think it was an hour. And what was it week. about? Was it like usually sports or was, all what sports. was it? All sports. Always. Yep. And we interviewed people that, you know, back in those days, you know, nobody really did. I mean, that was the funny thing is that a lot of talk radio back in the 80s and 90s was just the opinion of the host and no guests. Right. And my idea was, especially when I started here, was let's get as many national guests on the radio as we possibly can to really help put El Paso on the map and let people listening locally realize we can get the same big names that you hear all over the country with some of the other stations. So that's what we started doing. We were, you know, getting on play-by-play broadcasters, former athletes, writers, um, and, and just uh, other individuals in sports. And next thing you know, coaches, we've got all these different guests coming, yeah. building this huge Rolodex. And before you know it, the show is just getting, you know, filled with guests, which I think my listeners have always enjoyed because they like hearing, uh, you know, it gives you some credibility when you start getting some of those bigger names yeah. along with you on the it's show. Especially when somebody from El Paso is the yeah. one you yep. know, doing the interview. But it, it's cool because you also you also get, um, you know, local um, athletes kind of. I saw you had a, a while back a DJ Bonds, a mm-hmm. boxer. We've, we had him on here too, which, which I think it's cool because here in El Paso, you want to hear, yeah, you want to hear, you know, pa- oh, I'm big from names, you know, nations, you know, but you also want to hear, you know, like your, your local athletes you, you didn't know were around. Yeah, that's 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 a really good point. And there's so many, I mean, the thing is this too, I mean, there's so many good local athletes that have come out of El Paso. Yeah. And now more than ever, they're getting discovered. They're getting a chance to have college scholarships. Right. Some of the fighters are now turning pro and following in the footsteps of guys like uh, Tony Escalante, David Rodriguez, Jennifer Hahn, Juan Lascano, some of the guys that have really been able to make it big over the years. And now they're having their opportunities. So that's that's also really neat. And then you got pro wrestlers. Like uh, now Cinta de Oro, who used to be Sincata. Uh, I just want him to Fucking yeah. slap me, dude. I just oh wanted my to God. rip my shirt dude. and like, ah! Take a slap from that guy and chop. I've seen the slap I know you're watching, bro. I know you're watching. Has he been on your show? Not yet. He's such a good guy, too. One of the nicest people you'll ever get a chance to meet. Until until he slaps you viciously on the chest. Well, I know you'll do it. (laughs) I haven't haven't requested that. I have no interest in (laughs) that. But but remember, you're my boy, Blue. And if you're going to do that, you need to get that done. That'll be great. He's a punching bag. Him and Misa actually are the punching bags. I've been punched by. Uh, uh, what was it? A boxer by Andrea, oh, Carla, the the what? The Andrea model, Andrea model, Amato, and then also a, uh, the boxer. What's her name? Uh, uh, Kayla, Kayla Gomez, Kayla, Kayla Gomez. Gomez. How'd that feel? Uh, dude, uh, it, it, <laughs> were you wearing were you wearing a no. headgear? No, no, he got punched no, in, the, in the stomach. Oh, okay. Did like you, tie, did you at least did you at least tighten up? Mm. I, yeah, I, I did. You but the one to. I heard the most was the MMA man, the latest one that we did, Andrea. Yeah, and then she kicked this guy. 
Twice. Twice. And on the his ribs. ribs. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. No, um, I just bad. wanted to feel the power. Like, I wanted to feel like, you know, so like if my wife pisses me off, I'll tell her, hey, you don't know. You don't know how to punch. Who I go. <laughs> you yeah. punch like a girl. <laughs> <laughs> my wife punches me. like, I've, I've been punched harder. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but you know, the, but here's the funny thing, guys. So, you know, we're talking about, you know, getting into the business and what it was like, right? Um, when I started in El Paso, I didn't start doing sports right out of the gate. I was working for Buzz. And essentially, I felt like I had to pay my dues, right. so to speak. And and do everything I could for him before I had the opportunity to right. to really start working more with John Teicher because he was the guy on KROD back uh, when I started in right. the mid '90s. So it was I had to do the craziest stunts you could ever. <laughs> imagine. That was a, I was stunt boy on on that morning. You were blue. Show. You were blue. So, worse. <laughs> worse. So, so, so well, give, give us some ideas. Yeah, give yeah, us so. some ideas. All right, sure. So um, now remember, this is 1995, right? Buzz was totally different back then. He was he was crazy. Did as much. He was. <laughs> He was more uh, like he liked to push the envelope and do whatever he could that that got him attention. And yeah. he was he wasn't afraid of anything. Uh, not like he is now, but he's old. We're all older. It just changed. You know, you're talking almost thirty years, and it's it's been a while. So in those days, let's see. Here's some of the here's my favorite stunts. So the first thing I they ever made me do was they put me in a UTEP football helmet, shoulder pads, <laughs> right behind a garbage can, a hundred yards out of a golf course driving range, where you had to try to hit me with a golf ball from the uh, tee box to win tickets <laughs> to a concert. Okay, that hey, was the first thing. That was Joe, like, welcome oh, to uh, welcome God. to radio. Write this shit down because we, we, right we might have Blue do this shit. There you go. So that was it. Right now. So that was fun. That was to see Paige and Plant. Right. Um, okay, so that, again, goes back a while. Then, um, one time, they had me uh, as the human Christmas tree. So here's what they did. <laughs> Around the holidays, they had me on a jacket, and the jacket was taped with cash. Okay, the whole jacket was taped with cash. Mostly ones, but there were some fives, tens, twenties, and hundreds. They had me jump out of the back of the vehicle into a pile of people whose job it was was to, to grab all the money and take it and get it away from me. You know, so, I would have tackled you. I would have tackled you. So tackled you and somebody probably grabbed more than a dollar yeah. bill for sure. Now, here's what I did. Here's what I did. It was, it was great. I, I jumped right into the middle of them. And I hit the deck, and as they started grabbing me, I found my way to wiggle out of the jacket. So oh, then oh. they're piling on the jacket, grabbing the money, it. and I was already out of there. So I got hey, 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 hey. He's like, smart. Peace. So, now, damn. So, Steve, like, did, did they not have like an HR division there? No. Human resources wasn't consulted. This is before those days. Hey, Buzz Adams, like, HR? Is there a video? Bro, I'm just thinking of you, like, taking like a like a golf ball to the face, like even there, with the helmet so on, like there must be a video of this out there. So right? you got to realize, um, and I think somebody got me in the leg, but it was all right. It didn't, but it didn't, but it didn't hurt because it kind of bounced and got me. But the point was this, um, you did what you had to do yeah, those days. Right. Like when you're when you're on the number one rated morning show, and it was that was that era where you know again there was no internet, there yeah. was no uh, computers. It was just basically like, hey, you do what we tell you to. Yeah, you're like okay. And I was just getting started, so I'm thinking this is my end. I'll you're do like, whatever they want. You're like HR, what is that? I don't know what it's, that is. Exactly right. <laughs> so I interned. I interned from the summer of '95 to October. Didn't make a dime, but I worked every morning. You with put him. in. You put in work. Absolutely. You put in work. You, you had put to. in the work. Damn, it's and I look at you. It's kind of like yeah. us, man. I, I mean, I, I did the hot tip challenge. I never got paid for that shit. You know, I got, I, I've been <laughs> punched. Have, never you, got paid for that shit. No, you know, but we'll, we'll get there one day. One day, you should at least I, get uh, like an endorsement through the hot chip people, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 well, now, 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 be like, wa watch yeah. me, watch me eat this while I get. 
kicked in the ribs. All right, guys. So, yeah. so like as an intern, what else are you doing? Are you like running the board or like what? So else? my job was also to uh, edit uh, edit, edit audio, audio a lot. And in those days, we didn't really we, we just started getting computers. But Buzz didn't like computers back then. We had <laughs> no. He, we had reel to reels. We had reel to reels. So all of our audio was on reel to reel. And I don't know if you guys know what like a, what a reel to reel player is, but it's basically like you get these two large um, you know tape like it's it's like on a, like a disc but there's there's tape and it rolls and then when you want to edit things you have to use a um you have to use like a razor and splice Split it out. the uh, the, oh, the, the tape and then okay. and then put it back together tape it up and that's how we did a lot so of So literally shows back manually you would yes, have to like That's what they that's what they taught us in college. Wow. So I was trained out that's really how I was trained. You know the the digital audio uh editing and video editing you have now that wasn't Super around easy. back yeah, then. Right. right. It makes it much easier, right? right? Much so easier. but in those days you did you know you did everything old school. We had records, we played with record players, CD players. That was back, you know all of our commercials were with uh, basically eight track uh, tapes do it in the tape deck and you play with those they call them carts so as we started to see more and more computer technology take over he eventually kind of came around but in the beginning everything was old school wow. he used to use eight track reel to reels <laughs> which is even crazier because the the, the the tape was like this thick I mean it was nuts and the way eight track uh, reel to reels work is you actually record on eight different tracks of tape and then you have to put it all together, together. into one and that's how he was oh, that's damn. what he was and I just remember the fights to try to get him off of that and onto the computer editing and he's like computers are not going anywhere it's <laughs> never gonna happen I'm staying on a track this computer thing is a fad and look at him now look dude. at him now he's, he's had no choice but, but I mean but I mean I listen to the Buzz Adam show a lot every yeah. morning and uh to this day these guys they're still having problems with Buzz fucking memorizing a password or using his yes. email and shit like that <laughs> he told me when I when I first met him I, I told him about getting him on the pod and he's like yeah just send me an email and then like two days later I'm here I'm hearing them in the morning they're like yeah Buzz never checks his email no. he doesn't do it he doesn't even know how to run and I was like fucking bus he 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 got you he, <laughs> he got, got me you. on that one no he did um but the truth is guys i owe tons to buzz and i owe tons to john teicher because when i started and i was just getting into this business they were two people that helped me out more than you can imagine right. and you know they didn't have to do that they could have just blown me off but buzz was great to work with and uh we we get along real well after all these years um, <laughs> he's like after I mean, all you, these you, years you still you still get on on his show though, i do i come right? on i usually come on once or twice a week right. uh, in the last hour of the show and it and it's fun for me i I, I enjoy it. He plays the same theme song he's been playing for twenty something years, yeah. and uh, and it, and it never gets old. It so works. It works. I love it because there's always a part where Steve's all like, "Listen, listen, Buzz, 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 listen, buzz. no, like, no, no, hey, Buzz, on, Buzz." I, listen, I can buzz, just buzz, imagine buzz. you in the studio, yeah. like, "Dude, dude, <laughs> buzz, 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 listen." Yeah. yeah, yeah, dude, that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, Buzz Adams is a staple in, in El Paso. He is. And so he's been, Buzz so, been doing, so so doing this thirty years. I've been at it twenty seven. Right. He's along been 30, with John Tysher, so. you guys are staples in in the community with with sports and just people who are, you know on the radio. You guys was are personalities. it was it everything you expected or wanted? No, you know, in this, like after all these years and where you're at now. Yeah, I mean, you can't complain. It's it's the greatest job in the world. Now, here's the thing. Uh, my main job is. I sell advertising. That's when, that's how I make my money. If I yeah. tried to make my money off of doing a three-hour sports radio show, I would have quit this 20-something years yeah. ago. So the truth is, when I when I get to work early in the morning, most of it is selling digital advertising, radio commercials, sponsorships, that kind of thing. And we've been doing that forever. But the show is the, is, it's the, it's the fun part of the day. It's, right. when you're, it's when the day's almost over. I come on at 4 o'clock. 
if everything else goes away and you just get in front of a microphone like you're doing right now and just be yourself. And that's, I mean, if you you're like this to be business, yourself. if you love this business, right? And you love just talking to people and just engaging in people and hearing what they have to say. And from time to time you do dumb shit, but just because yeah. Yeah, I want to have some fun and enjoy it. But for the most part, you'd know you're doing the same kind of show you've been doing just to get people excited, talk UTEP, talk Cowboys, talk sports in general, and, you know, have some fun with it. There's nothing better. It's the, it, and you're getting paid for yeah. it. It's, I, I think uh, it's, the thing is, so, dude, that, that you also have to be good at it, you know, because yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that, you know, would want that job, but, you know, maybe they don't have the skills or, or anything. It's not even you know, being good. It's, it's just a it's, natural. It's the voice. You have a voice for radio. You have a voice for radio. I do. I do. I don't have a face for TV. I got a voice for radio. <laughs> You're right about that. You're right about that. There you go. Yeah, he's, got the, you know, he's got the voice. Every time so, I, I'm flipping through my, my, my stereo, my OS Kaplowitz, hey, hey, let me listen like, to him real quick. It's like almost like a backhand compliment in a way. Like yeah. well, and, 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 I, and I know it. I mean, people just say, hey, you've got a voice made for this business, and I, and I appreciate that. It's it's nice, but I feel the same way. I do. I, you've been doing this so long, you feel like you know your voice is made for certain things. And I do. I feel like my voice is made for radio, and, and that's the best part about it, because I've been doing this so long, I, crowds don't bother me. I love people, love talking to people. That's why when you guys invited me, I don't do a lot of podcasts just because I don't get asked. It's real simple. I mean, you know, uh, poor Misa, 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 <laughs> he slid He's into my trying. he slid into my Facebook messages. And what people don't understand is I'm hardly ever hey, on Facebook. Hey, now you know. Hit him up on Twitter, dog. I don't have now, Twitter. No, now he's got my cell phone. You can text me. That's oh yeah, fun. there you go. That, so, that's, that's what I learned from Chris. You know, because uh, for a while, you know, I'll send a message to somebody that I want on, and right, and yeah. um and it's hard because, like you said, you know, some people just don't they don't get on Messenger too much or Facebook or anything like that. The biggest thing is get their cell number. Get their cell number. So I, I, yeah. I hit up Steve. Yeah. You know, Steve said he was down and, you know, I sent him some info. I didn't hear anything about him. You know, a week later, he's like, I'm sorry, man. You know, I'm never hardly on this. And I was like, all right, well, here's my number. And then. Well, Another I'll, tell you, week I'll, tell you, I'll tell you a quick story. This is funny too. So I'm working with someone now. His name is Adrian Broadus. Now, Adrian is phenomenal. Went to Franklin. Hey. So great. There you go. Hey, go Franklin. Let's go. Little younger than, <laughs> little younger than you guys. Um, but he's been with me now about four or five years. So um, when he started working with us, he said, you know, he goes, I reached out when I was at Franklin High School to you. I said, nah. He goes, yeah, I did. <laughs> so I started going back to my old messages on Facebook you that I never them. check. And sure enough, there was this message from like 2015, the <laughs> nicest, most well-written message I've ever seen. And I never looked at it. And I felt, oh. and I was, and I felt so bad because I said, you know, you did everything right. But what you didn't know is I just never look at right. Facebook. So unfortunately, you sent me this great message about how you want to you know, work with us and how you want to intern. And if I would have just paid attention to it, I would have responded. But I said, don't take it personally. The only thing I use Facebook for, uh, for the most part, is a call screener. So yeah. we use Messenger between the two of us. So when somebody's on the phone lines, he can message it to me on Facebook. And that's how I know who's on on uh, on the phones. Or if there's a great tweet or something that we find on social media, he'll send me the link. That's our means of communication. Uh, I feel that's worse. That's like a group chat. That's your group chat. Exactly well, right. Well, now I know. And you know what's even worse? My wife, she like tags me on stuff, like family stuff. And I never <laughs> look at it. And I'm like, and I'm like listen, it, don't, don't take offense. I don't want to be the deadbeat husband. 
husband. I'm just not on Facebook. You're like, I'm not a fa- you're like, I got more, yeah. I got more important shit to do than be on Facebook. Right? I'm just never on it, so yeah, I feel so I feel terrible. So what like, do I don't love y'all. Hey, he's like Drake. He's like going online in part of my day, right? Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Twitter, yes. So like on Sundays, I'll go on Facebook. I'll like about um, six days worth of stuff that I've been that I've seen just to catch up, so I don't look like I'm a, a, a complete uh, loser. But for the most part, I'm just some people are on different things. I I'm on I live on Twitter because in my world in my business Twitter is that's, that's right? Twitter right so that's, that's, you, that's right? my handle that's, that's my Twitter you, there you handle go. yes Verified. but when it comes to thank you well, when it comes to Facebook I'm just I use it more for the show I do so um, I do feel bad when people try to reach out to me on Facebook and it's not nothing personal it's just I don't use it because to me if I was on Facebook. I'd never stop. It's one of those things where <laughs> he's like, it's like crack, so, man. it is because everybody is is putting different stuff about their family, their life, this and that. It's and and it's, it's, it is because once you talk about getting in a rabbit hole, once you start looking right. at Facebook, you can't pull yeah. away. It's, that's why. It's that's tough. why we. Hey, that's why we got our boy Joe to be our social media guy. Good for you. Smart move. That's yeah, all I yeah. do. I work from home. I'm on my computer all day. I'm on my phone all day. Like, you got a big crew, by the way. You have five people here. I've got. Oh, well, look, got look, one. look. That, that's our merch guy. <laughs> we got Shout a merch out guy. Chewy. Chewy. Nice. Chewy. We got our beer guy. He's a friend of the pod. He's cousins. My boy we, Blue. Yeah. Yep. Mind you, Blue. mind you, we have a we have a really good friend of the pod in Oregon. Okay. Shout out Chris Molina. He, he does, does all graphics. their thumbnails, all their nice. graphics. He does all. He sometimes he so writes our. our he's like our breakdowns. executive advisor. He yeah. advises us on shit that and we he, should do and shouldn't he, do. He's, there out, you go. he's out in Oregon, Bend, Oregon. Shout out Be- uh, Molina. Have you guys been to Bend, Oregon? I have. How is it? It's amazing, right. dude. This guy sent us a photo. It was like eight thirty at night, and it was like sun still out. No, mind you, he took me to Crater Lake. He took me to Blue Pool. He took me to Kusha Fall. All the great spots. All right. I haven't been. I haven't been to Ben. Yeah, that's why I was asking you because when, when I told you about IPAs earlier, yeah. um, the IPAs over there they get the water from the the Shoots River. Uh, the Shoots, so by the way, the Shoots beer is great. Is that is fire. that is my favorite. So they make a black butte uh, black yes. butte porter that is so awesome. It, imagine that having that on tap. Yeah, it's good stuff. <laughs> it's good favorite, stuff. Favorite IPA. Now that we're talking about it, real quick. Uh, you know what I really like a lot because it's just so consistent. I like the Seven K IPA from Seven K Santa Fe. Is fire. That's my, every yeah. time I go to a. It's really yeah, good. Go to don't get so excited. No, every time I go to Uni or Keg and Brew, I always get a Seven K because I know they have hey, it. Yeah. Joe. But you want to know? But one of my settle down. But Joe. I will say this, okay? Dead <laughs> Beach's so Abuela Stout is Abuela about Stout's as good fire. as is about as good as it gets. Now again, that's nine percent, um, you know, alcohol by volume, so that you, you have a couple of those, and yeah, yeah, yeah call Chris, it a your night. wife. Your wife's not going to remember. Chris, Chris, you're not going to know anything. Chris, about what hey, you Chris were. wouldn't drink yeah. that. He's like, if it's not Bud Light, I don't want it. Yeah. yeah. Well, like good. It. Bud, Bud, thanks you for that. Yes, sir. And, yeah. and LNF does too because you're keeping them going, which is yeah. what it's all about. So you know what? Uh, you know, this is the only red coat I go for. Look, between, <laughs> between both of them, they're probably put up like. Like fifty percent of the profits, man. Yeah, I'm being sure. serious. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's it's nuts. And honestly, like one one other thing too that the reason I like Bud Light is it reminds me of my dad for sure. There you go. Like it's it's literally like a nostalgic thing. Like definitely. My dad, like so my, my dad and my f- whole family would they would drink Bud Light and like it. I just it, it got passed down. It's a know? Mexican. That's thing. good. Yeah, you know what my dad <clears throat> used to love to drink Bohemia. He Ooh, was a Bohemia, Bohemia fan. Bohemia Negra. It. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. Is that Bohemia that's like a that's like a old I'm writing Mexican this down. Beer? Yeah. What is that? Okay. No, but still, but Bohemia's okay. still around. You, you guys you guys can find it. It's, yeah, it's, it's, still, it's, it's good. My dad used to take meth. So I was like, yeah. <laughs> Not Jesus, for me. Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> you don't even have a dad, dude. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, if I did, that's so, what I'm Hey, he ain't Jesus. Come down. So Steve, what is um what is like when 
once you broke through into the business, right? You yeah. said you credit a lot of that to like working with John Teich or working with Buzz. Sure. Uh, what was one of the biggest like obstacles that you had to overcome uh, through your journey to get like to where you are today? Well, when I took over, I was uh, 24 years old and nobody thought a 24 year old could host a sports talk after John. That was the biggest thing more than anything Damn. else. Well, well, there's some big shoes to, fill shoes to fill, dude. Yeah, absolutely. Huge. What were you doing at 24 years old, Chris? Um, you were in jail. That's yeah. what I was like, no, I wasn't in jail. God damn. He was like a 200 pound uh, That, yes. That, yes. I wasn't in jail, though. Jesus Christ. He was he uh, was in jail at 200 pounds <laughs> But wow. yeah, I wasn't doing much at 24, that's for sure. You were working at what, like Forever 21 or some shit? Yeah, probably. No, I think I was already wearing What were you at doing right at 24? Well, that's what he was saying. Oh, he was hosting so I was so I was in I was working on the queue at 22 Damn. and by 24 I was hosting afternoon drive and I was doing uh, and I was doing that and it was really funny too because at the time I was still living at home because you know you have to make you have to make your money count and they call me into the office and my boss Brad uh, Dubo tells me listen you're going to be hosting home, you're going to be hosting they're, they're, they're nice they're, I love them absolutely they're, 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 I love them they're, they love my child they know my child I love nice. them they're nice people so he tells me we're gonna we're, we're gonna get you out of the house. I said, great, it's about time. So um, it, it gets me. I get an apartment trade, and then I'm making my first salary. And when you add it all up, it was more money than I ever thought I could ever get because the apartment trade by itself was was worth its weight in gold. So right. that's how I started uh, in terms of I was living in uh, Acacia over there on. Hey, uh, I used to Mountain. live in Acacia too. Yeah, right, right there up. off of, uh, off yeah. uh, Mesa Hills. Look at that! Look at all the stuff we have in common. <laughs> yeah, right? Do we just become best friends? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, Acacia right there yeah, off of Mesa me, Hills. Let me turn off Joe's mic real quick. Real <laughs> yes. But it was it was um, you know it was yeah, that was yeah. the biggest thing was that. A lot of people didn't think that somebody that young could host the show right. and, and take it over. And, right. we'll, and and we changed it a lot. That was the biggest, the biggest thing for me was things were done with John years back that I wanted, I wanted to kind of overhaul the show a little bit. So we did, which was a risk because we took away certain things that people were used to and right. we wanted to do things differently. So um, once we started bringing on more guests um, and we ultimately um, changed the format around a little bit, the show started to um, really, um, you know, kind of, take off a little bit for us. And, and it was great. We just never looked back. And I worked with Duke Keith to start. He was my partner on uh, sports talk. And then since Duke, I've probably gone, th you know, worked with about, I don't know, six to eight different people over the last 20, 25 years. But, um, you know, it's, it's been my home. I mean, that's that microphone, that, that show I've been, been a part of that for so long, guys. It's, it's crazy to think that more than half my life has been spent um, working on that. Yeah, yeah. On the show. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then you kind of have like a sense of ownership in a way. Like this is like something that you put a lot of work into. So you take sure. pride in, in, in putting out a good show. Yeah. You don't hear people say like, Hey, you listen to the ESPN talk. No, you, you, did you hear Steve, Steve's show this morning or did you hear him in the afternoon or, you know, you don't, it's Steve's show, you know? And I think that's cool. Eventually that's what I want to get. I wanted to be like, Hey, did you listen to Misa? Not Chris. You but you know, but, but, here's, but here's the funny thing. They even show a sports talk. Okay. So the show was called sports talk when it started in 1990. It's still sports talk now. And I've been hosting it for the longest period of time. But, um, you know, to me, it's not sports talk with Steve Kaplow. It's, it's sports talk. And I've been just behind the microphone for that show. And I, and I, and I like that too. I've, you know, I've never really wanted it to be my name. I just want to be the voice you hear right. when the show starts every afternoon. And I've had that opportunity and, and been really lucky for that so like since you guys are an espn affiliate um 
I'm, I'm, I'm only assuming that you've had opportunities to, to go elsewhere, right? So I haven't pursued a ton over the years. I just haven't. And, and there's a lot of reasons for that. Um, you know, my family's here and, and obviously I'm, I'm close to them. And since, uh, and I've been married now 16 years, but I've known my wife for 25 of those, of those 16. So, um, as, you know, her family's here and my family's here. We've never really looked to get away, but there was a time years ago where I was up for a job in Pittsburgh and went through the process for about, I don't know, two, three months. And they wanted me to run the sports station over there. And they had a guy, his name was Mark Madden, and he is the the voice of Pittsburgh sports. Kind of, he did WCW wrestling back in the nineties. And he's kind of that shock jock sports. And he went through all these different program directors and they were really wanting to bring me on board. But it never came to fruition for two reasons. When it came to salary after all these months, I found out I was making more money in El Paso than I would be in Pittsburgh, which I said is crazy. You can't tell me that I shouldn't be making more in Pittsburgh than I should in El Paso. And then I asked to be on air and they said, no, we can't guarantee on air. We want to make you more of a behind the scenes program director. And when I realized that I would be off air and making less money and probably out of a job because the guy was crazy, didn't want to deal with that. So I said, you know what? Just uh, forget that. So I stayed in El Paso. You're like, I got to peace out. Yeah. It's like, (laughs) no way. Exactly. No way. Exactly. No way I would do it. Um, dream for me was always to work in New York. Um, wanted to work uh, in you know in New York City for WFAN, which was the sports still is the sports radio station in New York that uh, I feel is the best in the country. But never had that opportunity. But at this stage, guys. I don't care anymore. I mean, I've, I've I've put so many years in this business and I've done it so long that if I said to you today, this is my last day on the air, I'm done. I'd feel no regrets. I'd right. feel good about Fulfilled. that. So, Yo, absolutely. We'd we definitely be like, we'd pour beer out for, for the homie Steve Kaplowitz on there. He could toast for me. Adrian's going to take over Sports Talk and he's going to do a killer job because he is unbelievable. So excited about what he's going to bring to that show down the road and that will happen probably sooner rather than later. You know, it was crazy. Get him on like, the we, we both have kids, so our kids aren't going to listen to you on there they're gonna listen to john tasher they're not gonna they're not gonna experience what we experience as kids growing up yeah well my son is nine and i've put him on the air since he's about two or three years old on different occasions he's not afraid man that kid gets on the microphone and he is yeah. ready to go he's like his dad yeah. so it's really cool watching listening hey to him imagine imagine that. your son Taking over the the sports radio talk show? I don't want him. I want to make some money, man. <laughs> exactly. I want to make some Go money. Go be an attorney or something. Yeah, exactly. Let's 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 let's. Go be a doctor, let's, my guy. If I brought my son in here, dude, hey, but, like, hey, but, hey, but what if that's what he likes? You never know. Well, that's true. You never know. But I, he's got he's into so many different things right now. You know, I, I don't know what he's going to be. It's kind of cool to see all the things he wants to do, and we'll see when he gets older. Do, what he do you ever to think do. that, like in your um your career in your position, it's it's always been kind of like underpaid. Like, oh, like from yeah. all the stuff that all these guys do compared to other markets. Sure. Right. It is. It's always been underpaid, but you know what? I mean, you have to realize something too. I'm hosting a sports radio show on an AM radio station. Right. Like seriously, we're not, we're not FM sports talk or AM sports talk. So, you know, if I was doing a, if I was doing Buzz's job, right. money's totally different mm-hmm. than it is because he's bringing in more advertising dollars. Cause ultimately that's the name of the game. Yeah. That's how, that's, that's, that's how we get paid. We get paid based on how much advertising we sell. We sell a lot of advertising. You're making, you're making really good bank. If you don't sell as much and, or you're on a station that doesn't command the same price point for advertising dollars, it's going to be a little different, which is yeah. why I got into sales. 
sales. And yeah. to me, again, I talked about this earlier. Sales is like hosting a show. Yeah. You're still engaging with people. You're just yeah. engaging for selling your product versus doing the show and talking sports. But for me, since so many people I work with in the sales aspect know me from the sports radio show, we talk sports anyway. We're just not doing it right. on the radio. We're doing it in their office or on the phone or something like that. And I was going to ask too, like, you know, that, that being said, is this something that like maybe like kind of you get tired of, you know, you, you run into a fan or something and they'd be like, hey, Steve, what do you think about the Cowboys, this and that? And <laughs> no, you're you at Walmart trying to scan through and you're you like, oh, hey, you, no, you want to know something? You can never get tired because ultimately they're the people that keep you, right. keep you getting yeah. your paycheck. Keep you in business. Absolutely right. Yeah, 100%. And if it wasn't for them, I would have been out of this a long time. Oh yeah, definitely. So no, very, very uh, appreciative of listenership and, and people that, that want to talk to you and you always find time. You know, yeah, that, that's, you got I would have been like, fuck the Cowboys. Three li- hey, hey, come on down, come down now. Just we them Just boys, right? This is our year. <laughs> Every year. I'm a delusional, I'm, I'm being a delusional Cowboys fan. He's right like, now. did you I'll see the schedule? Ball. The strength of schedule is amazing this year. Yeah, it's amazing. They have the worst strength of schedule yeah. in the NFL. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But like, they have, but they also know. have the hardest six games of the season. Have you seen their first six games? Well, okay, the first so they, six games? Yeah. they're starting with Tampa. I know yeah, that. then they got to play the Bengals. And then, the, yeah, and then who else are they? I know they're playing in uh, Lambeau. Against Green Bay. They are. Then they got to play in Chicago's Minnesota against here. the Vikings. They right. they also have, um, I think, well, the Giants are early in that schedule. The right. Eagles are on the road. They got a tough schedule. I mean, right. they've got a, they, it's not going to be got, easy. We got the Lions, they, we got the lucky. Lions after that. They're Come just on, lucky man. they don't play the Chargers. He's a Chargers fan. Are you a Charger fan? I'm a Chargers fan. Hey, Chargers, I like. I think that's a team that's going to be that whole division, though. Yeah. Chargers, Chiefs, Chiefs, Raiders, Raiders. Broncos. They they got Russell Wilson up in the mix now. They do. Yeah, he's he's with Denver now. We got got a Packers fan over here. What's your team, Chewy? The Rams. Oh, okay. And he's an OG Rams fan. Mm. So he's he's, he's, he's a show on turf. turf. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I know what you're talking about. All right. So, look, we're 50 minutes in right now. Time so flies. Do you guys it? do you guys want to take a break or do you want to just I, I do need to take idea. a quick okay. break. Let's, okay, let's take a little break. Um we'll everyone can take a piss. We will load up an, an, another tequila shot. I just fixed your toilet, so I'm um, excited. Yeah, to yeah, yeah we just fixed it. We just fixed the it. toilet. We fixed it over here for <laughs> you. There's an emergency toilet situation. We'll talk about that later maybe. Um but one thing I wanted to to ask you in the second half is uh I was reading one of your bios and you said that your dream job was, was to be like a food critic. Um, oh yeah. So I want to talk to you about <laughs> we that. We get into that. I want to see like why, like you know what I mean. Um, yeah. And then we'll do some trending topics, and then we'll do five random questions at the end. Let's take a quick five minute. Um, but break. yeah, let's take a quick break here. Uh, shout out our boy Chewy in the live audience for the merch. Next Gen Sports. Next Make sure Gen you guys, sports, guys go guys. follow him on go Facebook and, and everywhere else on social media. <laughs> and if you guys are on our YouTube, make sure you guys hit the subscribe button. Uh, episode one twenty four with Steve Kaplowitz. We're gonna take a quick break, and we will be right back. Yo, yo, Joe! Conversing with Chris and Misa, the podcast is sponsored by the top quality and handcrafted glass products made by INI Glass. What is INI Glass? Well, INI Glass products are blown locally here in the 915, and their ranges are used from pipes, pendants, jewelry, decorations, and even goddamn hummingbirds, and a lot more. So make sure to hit up our boy Aaron Lee at INI Glass and tell him your boys, Chris and Misa, sent you. All right, motherfuckers? So go ahead, go and support a local El Paso business today. (laughs) 
Yo, 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 what it do, what it do? Hey, we know you just saw that fresh new intro. Wasn't that shit sick? Well, we couldn't agree more, guys. Right, we just collaborated with our boy Omar at Sun City Vibes to help create an intro that would take our podcast to the next level. Do you need help with your video editing and content creation to help elevate your business to the next level? Well, Sun City Vibes has you covered without a doubt. Yeah, that's right, guys. Whether it's a logo reveal, a music video, drone footage, or even t-shirt printing, guys, hit up Sun City Vibes for quality work and affordable price. Shit, Omar even made us a sick-ass hat. Look at this. It's a fresh-ass fresh. hat. Fresh. Shit's fresh. Fresh. So yeah, guys, go help support those that support us and hit up our boy Omar and tell him Chris and Misa sent you from the podcast and help support a local El Paso business today. Let's go. Yeah. All right, guys, we are back from break. Episode 124 with friend of the podcast, Mr. Steve Kaplowitz. Hey, let's go. Mr. Kaplowitz, thank you once again for stopping by, man. No. We really do appreciate it. Yeah, for real. Thanks for having me, guys. I, 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 listen, I'm the one that should thank you because I do appreciate the invite. And um, it's been a fun show so far. I'm looking forward to what we have in part number two. I think the part number yeah, two is a part, little fun. Part two, we're just going to kind of let loose a little bit. We're just going to you Good. know delve into a few random little topics. Okay. Um, one thing that uh, I wanted to just ask ask you about real fast is you said you've, you haven't done a lot of interviews because uh, you simply just don't get asked to do so. Mm-hmm. Um, do you like like being interviewed? Is it weird being on the other side of the microphone? Not at all. I mean, it's again, it's conversational. And we've always, that's been my motto when I do the show. In fact, when I interview a lot of guests, a lot of them are nervous because they don't do a lot. And I said, listen, don't worry about it. We're just going to talk. Like just right. pretend the microphone's not even there. Right. And you get them to the point that by the end of the interview, they can't believe how easy and relaxed they were. And that's the key to interviewing guys is just to don't make it feel like an interview, make it feel like you're just having a conversation. Exactly. And and that the microphones are not even there. They're just, that's that's the most important thing. I think we've done a really good job with a lot of our guests like that because we've had a lot of guests are like, oh, I've never done this before. And by the end of it, man, they've told us their biggest secrets and shit. There you go. And then then at the end, they're like, yo, were we recording? (laughs) That's that's, that's the trick. Good for you guys. That's the way to do it. Yeah, so like I said, one last thank you from the podcast yeah. for being here today. You got it. Um, we really do appreciate that. Uh, we have an open door policy, so if you ever want to hop up back on for round two, we can definitely do that. But uh, like I was saying to end the first half, Steve, um, I saw on one of your bios, I think it was on the uh, ESPN website okay. bio that you had about being wanting to be a food critic. Uh, where does where does that kind of come from? Like, and what like what do you envision that being like? Well, first off, I, I'm like a lot of you guys. I'm sure you're all a foodies uh, oh, yeah. nowadays. There's, Look at me. You know. Look at him. <laughs> so he sweats Bud Light and, and taco, tacos or some shit. You think about this. There's restaurants everywhere now. Right. And you know, in the old days, and again, 80s in El Paso. You had to drive to the east side to, for some restaurants because you couldn't find them on the west side, and there weren't restaurants every five feet the way there is now. <laughs> or I mean, Uber Eats, exactly yeah. right. There was not Uber wasn't around, but but the truth is is that if if you grew up here or anywhere and and, and you wanted to go out with your family and when you were kids, you drove places. You, we we used to drive. Uh, we there was a Chinese restaurant called Uncle Bao's that we liked a lot. It I wasn't think that's on still the west open, side. Is Uncle Bao's. No, I remember that. I remember that faintly. Well. 
it would this was this was located like far east over there and that far east but it was like on you know Yarbrough now it's central but back in those days it was the, the east side days, yeah. and we would drive all the way from the west side there for for that meal because my family liked it and they didn't care about getting in the car and driving hey what type of cars would you guys whip in back then station wagons how much was a gas back then on them wagons oh my god well gas was like a buck and change yeah fill me up by the way back in those days back in those days full service oh they did all that stuff you pull in there and they do everything why did they stop doing that i've wondered that like in mexico you go to mexico they still have that shit you don't have somebody still fucking put gas you know there's still states in the u.s that does that what is that like new jersey or yeah, New Jersey, New Jersey does still that. does full service. That's full correct. service. That's but crazy. why? Well, well, why yeah. they stop that, dude? Good question. It's just they, they just didn't want to play their employees. Like, nah, fuck that. Let the customers do it. No, and, and, and you know what's funny? It's like going to a restaurant. It's like going to a restaurant and paying for a meal, and you have to cook it though. Yeah. They, 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 okay, so hang on. There's a place in El Paso years ago. It was called um, You Are Cooks. And it was a steakhouse. It was a steakhouse right by the, uh, right by the airport. And you picked out your steak. You went on the grill. And you cooked your own steak. You cook your own what? steak, damn. Oh, yeah. Hey, yo, I pay money. I pay yeah. mad money for that to do and that. And then if, be you, my steak. if you screw it up, it's your fault. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what a That's great, why I wouldn't do it. Hey, that yo, strategy yo, is amazing. Yo, what a great idea. That is perfect. You know, because, think you know, about that. Because, you know, they'd be fucking on my steaks. <laughs> yeah. At Stateline Roadhouse, you know, sometimes even at uh, Cattleman's, they'd be fucking on my shit. So I'm like, yo, I hate to be the guy, but send it back. Hey, I gotta, I gotta say something. While Joe's talking to us, I feel like his eyes are getting smaller and smaller. <laughs> oh, no. Look at him. Bro, Joe's like, bro, Joe. Joe looks like he's just finished reading some Chinese literature or something. I don't know what's going on. Bro, with Joe. Joe's literally like, everybody fucks up my steak. Every so, every Everyone. fucking person. Everyone, dude. I gotta, okay, I gotta so cook it I, didn't, I didn't realize it was such a hot button. For right, me. right. <laughs> <laughs> he was like right away calling restaurants out for fucking up his steak. So so you think about it. <laughs> okay. If you're a food critic um, and your job is to go show up, eat, and then write about your experience, right. it's pretty good. Now, I'll ask you guys this question, okay? Because you guys probably eat out a lot. Is the customer service experience today as good as it was three years ago, five years ago nope, when you were nope. growing up as kids? It's trash because yeah. now there, there's a demand for employees because nobody wants to work. That's so right. everybody just wants to work just because they have to. Mm-hmm. It's more of an. It's more, like it's like also feel that like you go and then like the people that are working are pissed off that they're working. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, I remember back then, like hey, like my steak isn't cooked so well. It's like you know what? Let me bring you a brand new one, mm-hmm. even though you <laughs> ate most of it. You know, and then they'll bring you a brand new one, and over here is so like, well, sorry, sir, I'm gonna have to charge you for that. You shouldn't have taken a bite if you didn't like it. Yeah, yeah it's just, it's just crazy. No, but I mean, I mean, I mean, it, it all just depends on the server. I mean, like, I went to dinner yesterday at Applebee's with my family. Was it trash? And no, I mean, everything was fine. Everything was yeah. just like as you expected, and the the server was very like on top of the. All right, Chris, but did you get us? a foot massage while you were eating? <laughs> no, I mean, why well, are we getting a foot that. massage? Dude, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not done. No, with no, that. no, because look, look, no, no, right. the idea is is just that like but sometimes okay, but you get a bad server and that's oh, it. Oh yeah, you but that's why I mean, like for at least with my family, we go to the restaurants where we know the service is good. We know the server. We know we like to. We especially like you, you asked. Like, is the service changed? So we yeah. we know that we realize that we know go where where the service is always on point. So we go get our shit what done. What about you, Steve? Go sleep. Same question to you. You think it sucks now? 
it's just different. I mean, I feel like nowadays um, it's hard to find consistency. Right. That's yeah. the biggest. That's the biggest thing. And I'm and I'm all about a good consistent meal. I want to go to the same place, feel like you're getting your money's worth every single yep. time. That's, and that's, that's tough. This, this is what we do. That's yeah. what we do. We go to Chili's. We go to uh, we go to Roadhouse. We have our server. But you're talking go. about chains. I said the question is this: about the local establishments, because right. that's the key. The ones that are not you can't find them in other cities. The right. ones that you know that's the ones you really want. Look, for example, have. Taco Totem. I like Taco Totem. Okay. But have you been to La Taqueria <laughs> down on Sullen Park? I heard that place is good. Bomb Tacos. Bomb Tacos. Shout out. Uh, shout out. Uh, everybody put. Uh, uh, TJ put us on. George. Yeah. Taqueria, local place. Local spot. I know the bartender. And he's the one that's serving food. And You're getting hooked drinks. up. Attaboy. And as soon as I walk in, it's packed on Friday night. He sees yeah. me with the date. He'll clear up a table real quick for what me. What are you, like Norm from Cheers? You walk in, everybody's <laughs> yeah. screaming your name? Yeah, yeah, kind of like that. Yes. He knows. Yes, like Steve, get him, Steve. Because he knows whether, whether my tabs either just tacos for her or tacos uh, yeah. for everyone or my family. He's right going to get a fat old tip. Steve, and I get, get, that. get after him, bro. Get after him. <laughs> I, get, I get that treatment. I like that. It's good for you, man. Uh, That's good. You get good so, treatment. So, so next, time, next time you're free, I'll take you out for some tacos. Right on, man. We'll go to Taqueria. La Taqueria. La right Taqueria. Right, perfect. Take me out for tacos, bro. Hey. Hey, you've had enough tacos already, right? Relax. Okay, okay, you okay. broke your toilet after them tacos, <laughs> yeah. Chris. I had to fix it today. All right. So back to the food critic yeah. thing. Uh, what what is like your what would be your favorite type of food to review? Is like is it a certain like is it Mexican? Is it American food? What what would be like the one that you would like? Man, say, I don't. This is my fucking bread and butter. You know what? I don't discriminate anymore. Now there's so many good places to get good <laughs> meals. I don't care. I mean, I could. I'll be honest with you. I like a steak. I love Italian food. Um, Chinese was always one of the things I like. I like sushi. Ooh, I mean, barbecue sushi. is killer. I mean, you can't find a... I mean, the thing is this. Most places you go, you're going to get a great meal every yeah. time. Yeah. You know, that's just because there's so much variety. Plus, during COVID, I don't know about you guys, but I bought a smoker during COVID. So what I started doing was smoking my own meat. And once I started putting a brisket in there, um, you know, you do a pork shoulder... Do a uh, I, I love pork butt. Hey, if you would have made Chris back pork, then, he would have put his ass on the fucking smoker I got, himself. I got, I got news for you, Misa. A pork butt and pork shoulder are the same thing. No, really? they are. <laughs> we got we got we got to call up our our buddy Tony, man, Tony, from Fourth and Go. And go. We, 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 uh, we had our boy uh, Tony. Uh, he owns uh, the Fourth and Go over there yeah. on. Uh, yeah. Where is it at? It's on. It's off. It's off. No, no. It's off. It's, it's, it's off Montana it's, and Hawkins. If it's yeah, not it's, on the it's, West Side, I don't Montana know. It's the same. It's the same building as the old three-legged. Yes, yes, yes. Which I used to broadcast live. And then from. somebody got shot. They're like, yeah. all right. Some soldier got shot. Some soldier shot another soldier, and they're like, all right. And I've also broadcasted live from Fourth and Goal, by the way. Oh, you did? Wow. Not recently. Not not this ownership. Right. But when they originally named it Fourth and Goal, we were we were there. I was there probably about a dozen times. Hey, let's get you back in there. There you go. That'd be good. Nah, man. He's he's got some good smoke. And you were saying the shoulder... And, and the butt, the butt. The butt. doesn't matter. So Chris thing. tastes the same all the way around. But right. make sure when you smoke that piece of meat, you smoke yourself first. You have to. <laughs> so you're, I can see you're you're well on your way there. But you want to do is you want to make sure you have the bone in, and right. that way when you're when you're pulling the, the you know the pulled pork apart, it just comes right off. Right it's right like, right. like it's like butter, and you don't dry it out that way. So sometimes it helps to have the bone in because what it'll do is it'll make it a little uh, little juicier when you hit that temperature. Hey, are you Bro. a big cook? Do you, do you cook no, often? No, no, no. My wife's the cook in the family. She is. I, I I barbecue, I smoke, and then I also have a, a flat top griddle, and I like to uh, I'll sometimes hey. like to take some burgers, press them up there, and, and cook them old school. So then manly meals. That's what yeah, you're in charge exactly. of. Exactly. Yeah. 
all the healthy stuff. All the healthy Steve, stuff. Steve I don't know about the, that. Steve is the official taste tester. Yeah, oh, well, definitely. I'll tell you what else good, right? Get, get a nice big salmon piece over at either uh, Costco or Sam's. Go on those big full. No, those, right, right. those little fat ones. And you, uh, and you smoke that for a couple hours at uh, 225 or 180. We're going to start a new segment with Kaplowitz recipes. Yeah. Smoking with Steve. Okay, Smoking so. with Steve. The other smoke, right? The other smoke. Um, Something's getting smoked. Uh, for, this, for the salmon, you want to use like a, a brown sugar rub, and uh, you can put some salt, pepper, uh, garlic uh, powder, paprika, and uh, some uh, parsley, dried parsley flakes on top. And uh, man, that thing is killer when it's hey, ready dude, to go. Joe, I hope you're taking notes. Yo, honestly, I could, on your phone. dude, I could see like Steve with the, like a show on the Food Network for sure. Yeah, dude. that would be amazing. Dude. Well, yeah. nowadays. Smoking or even is on your so YouTube easy. channel. I mean, think about it. If you get one of those electric pellet grills, all you right. got to do is put the damn thing on there, wait a couple hours, and it's done. It, like does, it's, it does the work for you. Exactly. Dude, Steve could be our yeah, chef right. Gordon of El Paso. <laughs> <laughs> Shut it down! Hell yeah, dude. That's what's up. No, I just thought it was interesting, Steve, when I saw that on your profile. Like, just yeah. the fact that you mentioned it, and I was like, oh, well, let's let's. Maybe that's talk something you could do it. after. You know what I mean? I don't know. I mean, it's fun. I, I really do like, I mean, there's a, there's a guy in town. Uh, he's got the best. Uh, it's, it's Central Texas barbecue. It's called um, and it, it's called Desert Oak Barbecue. So he just opened right next to uh, Cowtown Boots this weekend. Seventy five hundred square feet of space. It's huge. He showed me his smokers. Paid like fifteen grand per smoker. Yeah, smokers are expensive. And he's got four of them. And I said, how many briskets can you put on each smoker? He said, comfortably thirty. Oh, hey, or in other words, he's oh like like God. ten cows in this bitch. Yeah, oh, let's go. So yeah. think about that, guys. And that that's place, a lot. And, that, and that's and I'm telling you what, I've had his his smoked brisket is as good as it gets anywhere. Right. Dude, he as could, good as it gets. He anyway. could end hunger with all that yeah. shit. He could, and he might. He, <laughs> might. he might. He might. But you and know what? The good news hunger. is, yeah. Now you can drive all the way from the west side over there and and, and make a road trip and say, man, I don't have to go to Austin anymore. I don't need to go to a Franklin's barbecue because I've got it here. Right. Hey, we yeah. should have a cook off with, with with your boy and Tony. A yeah, smoke off. No, smoke I'm not, off. Listen, I <laughs> and have we'll no have, interest. We'll, we'll have no. Steve be the food critic. The critic, exactly. There you go, because I'm not smoking against the pros. No. You know what, Steve? It's done. It's already done, all right? <laughs> Sorry, it's already <laughs> on camera. It's being recorded. We're going to do it. Tony. <laughs> there you go. Versus homie. Hell yeah, dude. Right, get it popping. So let's do this. Uh, yeah. We're 12 minutes in here. Let's do the, the trending topics. Oh, good. Uh, you weren't going to ask me about the most uh, overrated restaurant. Thank you. For oh, that. no. I was, actually, I was worried about yes. that. I was worried I about that. I to go well, back what, to that. What's yes. your favorite restaurant? What's the most overrated? Right. Favorite restaurant? That's there's I have, so many I have good a ones. bunch of give me your top, top give us three? a top five. Top okay, three, so for, top I'll, eight, I'll tell you like this. All okay, right, top five. If you want best pizza, best pizza. Pizza. I get to get on the fuck out of here. Shut up, listen, dude. Stick to beer, blue. Best pizza. Is in Picacho Hills in Las Cruces oh, at a place called Forget About It. Oh, forget, dude. That's forget about it. Forget about it is as good as you will find anywhere in this area. Period. They do, it. and he's from he's from Buffalo, so he's he knows got, pizza. So he's got killer wings, and he's got great pizza. And that pizza is as good is as it gets. Right now. <laughs> that is pizza it, is as good is as it, it gets. Is it a brick oven so? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, okay. God that's pizza bless, place. All right, yes. your favorite Mexican place. Ooh, that's uh, now. You, now that's tough. That's tough. That you gotta, is, you gotta, that you is give me tough. one. Give me, give me one. So it just depends on what you're in the mood for, right? It just depends on what you're in the mood Look, for. Look for me. Uh, it's for my like mom's a, kitchen. It's my so mom's like, kitchen. If I'm in the mood for uh, for Chilarianos, I'll go to Avila's because I think Avila's 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 fire. Avila's fire. Um, Tell the mic. But I'll say this, okay? If you want like authentic, uh, like from Mexico, there's a place right across the street from Franklin called Delicias, Delicias. that is unbelievable. Oh, it's got the luchador tables. 
You've seen that? The luchador tables. That's good, That's too. Am- it's amazing. So it, it just depends. Now, tacos, Adventure Zone, McCrory's oh, Tacos. Wait, 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 wait. I've right never heard you. anybody oh. tell me Adventure Zone tacos look, are fucking look, look, good. Look, look, wait a minute. Hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. It's no. not because they're Adventure Zone tacos. They're McCrory's tacos. There's a story behind right. that. Right. There's a story okay. behind it. So years ago, when McCrory's, so when McCrory's Pharmacy was open, right. they sold tacos. Right. Yeah, but and there's a pharmacy. And when the pharmacy closed down the tacos, Adventure Zone hired the original chefs and cooks and brought them in to Adventure Zone to make their tacos. Right. So when you order the tacos at Adventure Zone, you get the same recipe, tacos, same yes. everything. I've always thought they're, they're, how is Adventure they're, Zone they're still harsh, fucking they're, around? But the, the, they're hard shell tacos. That, that doesn't sit well with me. I need the, the Joe. This is not a question for you. It's a the question hard shell tacos are, fr- they, but they make the shells are fresh. They're dude. good. They're f- they're, they're fire. Fresh. They're fire. I I I've eaten Never there. Had what are you? Are you you're into like the so, you're like into the soft tacos. Yeah, he's into corn tortilla. Oh, okay. like, like original tacos. Yeah, as long as they're yeah. gluten free, right. dairy free. All right. That's okay. Fine. So that's fine. Steve, you have to pick at least one restaurant that's one restaurant, the most overrated. This is, gonna, this is gonna this is gonna cause a whole lot of heat. It's okay. Let's go. It's okay. Dude, we like heat. It's we like we, we want the views. <laughs> we like it spicy out here. You <laughs> all know right. what I'm saying? I'm just telling you right now. And I've eaten at this place. All right. Okay. And and I and I've never understood the fascination. Uh-oh. Ever. Uh-oh. I think I know what it is. Hold on, don't say anything. And I've lived here forty four years now. Okay. Okay. Chico's talking. Oh, I knew it. I'm not mad at you for that. Look, look, to be honest, my family hates it. What we go for, I go for, is for the burgers with the green salsa on there. Haven't had those. The burgers All are I've fire. Had now oh, is hot dog burger? No, I've never had. The hot dog is too pink. For, it's too red for me. I won't eat that either. Now, used to go bowl at um, a Bowl El Paso off Long okay. right. And afterwards, a buddy of mine who lived and grew up in like Northeast said, we got to go eat at Chico's. I've never been to Chico's. I go, got to go to Chico's. I go, so we went to Chico's, right? And he goes, you got to have the double order with extra cheese. So I did that, and I saw this crap swimming in sauce. Um, and then after that was done, I was told you got to drink the sauce. And and I saw that 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 with the cheese, and I go, no, I'm not doing that. And I, saw, <laughs> and I watched him suck that stuff down, slurped it down. And he was like, and, and it's it, it's always fascinated me. It really has about how people have sworn by it. And and understand this too, okay? It's never been in on the west side of town. Nope. Right? There's a reason for that. Mm-hmm. Why? Why is because that? I don't know. I mean, do you think the West Siders, do you think the West Siders would have gone as crazy for it as it's been in every other part of town? No. I don't think so no. either. But now I it's think a, it's an East El Paso thing. Right. And, yeah. and, and what you're I saying. I mean, I'm from El Paso. I mean, from the West Side of I'm El Paso. And I've always Look. lived on the West Side, but, and I would go all the way over there. I'll drop yeah, 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 But that's not, that's not what he's saying. He's saying that they would never bring uh, uh, Chico's to the West Side yeah, yeah, yeah. for a specific yeah. reason. And that's because the same we wouldn't thing eat that, there. Well, uh, that that is exactly. What I've never, saying. I've never understood it. I never have. And here's the thing: it's not like it's bad. It's just some people swear as it's the greatest thing that's oh, yeah, ever come yeah. out well, of El Paso. That's how they grew up with. That was their their meal on Sundays after church. I gotta church. say, I gotta say, it's just how we talked about how like the service sucks or like it's changed, like the food there changed too. No, no, I, yeah, they I wouldn't. They I wouldn't the know. Cheese. They I, went from I, I government did, well, that's cheese a mistake. to that's extra a mis- government cheese. I don't know. Yeah, that's somebody, a mistake. Told me, somebody told me they changed the, the cheese. Ch- yeah, they yeah. changed the cheese. And but that's a mistake yeah. that your you know, buddy made, though. You know what's crazy? I've heard of people getting mailed some Chico's. Mm-hmm. 
That is wild that's, to me. Yeah, that's a little crazy. Yeah, I'm, I'm in Washington. Mail me some fucking Chicos, some Chicos? with the sauce uh, on the side. What well, the then, fuck? Well, then but it's uh, going to be all soft and, and, soggy. and no, yeah, well, soggy. They, they, they mail everything on the side. Oh, then you just make it yourself? Yeah. But you see, but there, there's a better place that has better better Chico Taco style, like gasoline The race. third hole? Fire. See, when I eat when I eat my uh, flautas or, you know, or like roll tacos, roll tacos. I don't like them soggy. They're, called, not, fla- they're called flautas, not tacos. Well, there, the there's different versions. I've seen roll tacos and I've seen flautas. I've seen both, but I like, I like my flauta where it, where it's still crispy. And then I can put some guacamole on there. Get on there. Yeah, get on. Some sour some, cream. Yeah, sour hey, look, cream. Look, my, absolutely. Hey, look, my mom's about to now, get out of work. My mom's about to get to work. I'll invite you for some real flautas. Who invited this guy? <laughs> this, <laughs> this guy, first off, he's got tequila. Now he's got tacos. He's got everything. He's I got this hey, hey, fuck okay. these guys. Right. Yeah, Joe, well, maybe we should walk out and have, have this. Yeah, I'll, I'll host the rest of this episode. Joe, can you just give us the national topics here? So Chico Tacos overrated. I agree with you, Mr. Steve. Right? Put it here. Thank got you. It. Um, so we got some trending Well, I'm just saying, here. man, that's going to cause a lot of problems I know for listeners. Will. I know. You're going to see a lot of <laughs> yeah. domestic violence calls. I could be in. getting, I could be getting hate, uh, hate mail. I understand that. I knew, I knew this was going to be a tough, right, tough right, topic. Right. But that was, you know, I almost, you know I almost kept I, it quiet. But you're not, but you're not alone. Right. Chico gotta sucks. Say, you're not Chico alone. sucks. Yeah. I didn't say that. I just said that. Hey, I, I just I'm don't understand. I don't understand. I've never understood the fascination from Chico's. Yeah, you know That's what? It. And I've, I've eaten there. Okay, so it's one thing to say I think it's overrated, right. but I've, I've, never I've, been I've there. eaten there right. about five What's times. What's the last time you eaten there? Look, man. Look, the yeah. only, the, it's, the, been, the, it's been probably I would say at least uh, twelve to fifteen years. Look, dude, what I like about eating at Chico's is the fact that like I feel safe because there's always a security no, guard. No, but get this: they the only take cash. I carry what? cash. Anyways. Okay. Okay. Good. Trending yeah. topics. Next. Um, one last thing on, on Chico's. Steve, I saw like some like company from Austin, like a video company. They did like a whole special on Chico's. And I was like, okay, that was a little extreme. Like you guys, like Chico's is not worthy of a whole special. Well, I, I of think a maybe TV they did show. it just because it's been open it's so long. It's a staple. It's right. a staple. Right. It's right. a right. staple right. like Kaplowitz. Right. There you go. Okay, yeah. trending topics. Chico's, Chico's is a real staple. Chico's no, is a staple. So you're a staple too. I'm just. I've I've been doing this a long look, time. Look, you're you're up That's there. The, look, you're difference. up there with you're up there with Tysher, Buzz Adams. That's your with Chico's. Um, I appreciate Chico's. Thank you. Okay. That's, I, I, okay. I feel good about that. That's good. That's good. That's good, company. At, least That's good company. Me, at least to me. Jesus Anyways, Steve is up. never going to come back if you keep going with that shit. Now nah, right. I got some some tetenta for him. He's definitely going to come back. Okay, can we get the trending topics? Trending please? topics. So, anyways, we got yeah. uh we got the news that EA splits from FIFA, yeah, and rebrands as EA Sports FC. Here's the moral of this story: Don't get greedy. Right. FIFA was greedy; they wanted more money. Bro, and, FIFA is and, so greedy, yep. dude. And EA everything. Sports and EA Sports said, "Screw you! We'll do it ourselves. We don't need. We've got guys. the rights to the same teams and players, and right. we'll just create our own division. And so they don't do a World Cup." Who cares? They're going to have everybody in the Premier League, Bundesliga, right. and every other big league there is That's anyway. That's all that matters, too. Exactly. And, right. the, and the people that play FIFA, that like myself, people that are gamers who play FIFA a lot. He's actually yeah. good at they're FIFA. Not, they're not going to give a fuck about no, FIFA we're not. being removed from the title. So, I, I no. can care less. So what are they going to do? How are they going to get the licensing for that? Well, so, so the <laughs> licensing, I'm, I'm assuming, is going to be done with each team or which each. Yeah, uh, just how each. just how was it last year or two years ago that. Um, yeah, they lost the Juventus, Juventus license. Wasn't, right. was gone. But what I think they're going to do is they'll position themselves. So they'll go with La Liga. They'll go with right. Bundesliga. That's they'll go with doing. the Premier League yep. and say, hey, we're going to give you this much money. You give us they're our gonna rights take to your it. players. They're going to take it. And they are. Yes, of, of course, course they're going to take it. Let yeah. me ask you on that topic. Who's your, oh, okay, uh, who's your favorite uh, uh, soccer team? 
Um, that's good. So outside of Locomotive FC, obviously, because obviously. I'm, I'm following yes, them sir. just because hey, it's El Paso go. and Lokes. I want to see that good. Um, you, you know what? It's it's funny. I've always liked in the uh, in the English Premier League. I've liked Liverpool. Hey, oh, hey, so hey they actually won right now. They yeah. beat they, they beat, beat Chelsea. Chelsea today in the FA Cup. Good, final. good, yeah. good, good. I like Liverpool. I like the story. I've got a bunch of buddies that are Liverpool fans, and uh, I've got some cousins in Denmark. So that's another cool thing about oh, wow. me. I, I married a woman whose dad is from Copenhagen. The mom is from El Paso. Oh. So half Danish, half El Paso. And all the Danes still live there. And uh, when we go visit, they're huge Liverpool fans. So right. I've adopted Liverpool because of them. And um, hey, that's you, awesome. That's like legit like that's fans legit. right there. Let me, let me get your prediction on the on the, the Champions final. Who do you got? Of course, Liverpool. But yeah, give me I the mean, score. Yeah. Give me the score. I mean, first, it's, it's, it's soccer. So, I mean, what am I going to say? 2 1? I love it. Very good story. I love it. That's 2 1. Hey, it's so funny. Hey, it's but, soccer. Hey, but mind you, I could have said 1 0. Yeah, I that's, mean, that's it's got the title right there. It's going to shootouts. Hey, but I mean, you saw the. Steve, that was great, dude. You saw the semifinals with Real Madrid when they came back in two minutes. They beat Man City. With Man City, with the penalty. That's one of a chance. But, Steve, are you a gamer? Do you actually game? My son games. Not me. Right. So my son. So here's the deal. Um, I, I never gamed as a kid. In college, a little bit. We played Sega. Played I like Sega. The original Sonic. The original hockey in Sega was great because when you would fight, then they would go down. They'd start bleeding. They had a little blood across their <laughs> oh, face. Oh no way! So in the game, oh, yeah. you, back then you could even then. fight. And oh yeah, fight. and and, they, and you made them bleed. It was great. If you won the fight, they they the other player would go down. He would, his, his face was covered in blood, which is a lot, back in those days that was yeah. fun. But um, no, so I don't game. My son does. He's big into Fortnite. Hey, um, my kids too. Yep, really. And now he's it. now he's switching to Sonic. He likes the Sonic game, and uh, and he's all into that. So uh, ultimately, he game. Games. We, we got him a switch and um, probably a mistake because you know that thing is addictive. Dude, imagine yeah. us having a switch back then. What do you have? Do you have a Game Boy back then? Playing Game Boy Color Pokemon. Though. Yeah, I'll be, on, I'll be on there with yeah. the red, with the gold. All right, gold. so what we got next, yeah. Joe? So on the next one, and I'm sure everybody's this one breaks my heart. Yeah, it breaks my heart too because you know I've I've owned a couple of these. I found a couple of these. The iPod Touch, the iPod being discontinued. They're being discontinued. Okay, so first off, if you own an Android and but you love the iPods, I get that. Right. But if you're an iPhone guy, what the fuck are you doing with an iPod? Right. That's Seriously, true. No, what are you doing? What are you doing with a device I have, that is the same as your phone? So what are you? Why do you need one of these? No, What's the point? Well, that's yeah, the thing. Exactly. Like, I, no I bought, I bought, I bought my my uh, my iPod. Way before I even had an iPhone, this so is, but once I got an iPhone, I, I stopped. I, I why would you keep anymore. it? I mean, right. you know, you don't it, need it. That's it the became uh, irrelevant. Essentially, it, it, it's yes. the same. Right. It's you, the same thing. And, and you know what's right? weird? And you know what's weird is like Apple did this to themselves in a way, mm-hmm. where they created the MP3 player, the iPod, which was the fad for so many years, and then they made their phone do the exact same thing that your iPod could do with calls while, while still. Being your phone, and exactly. texting, taking photos, calls. So, so here's the thing. I, here's the thing. Let's say you want to go for the the smallest memory capacity, and you want an iPod with more memory that can do more things. Right. That I understand. But now Apple keeps upping the minimum mm. gigs every time oh, they yeah. come out with an iPhone. I think the new so, minimum's like thirty two or sixty four now. Six, no, phone, it's sixty four. My parents just bought an uh, iPhone thirteen, mm-hmm. and, and my dad, my 64. dad, my daddy's max memory. So like, we can offer you like something like. 
300 and something gigabytes. And my dad's like, I'll take it. My mom's like, I need the yeah. minimum. What's the minimum? 64. Yeah. I believe that. That's so crazy. in other words, there's no reason for that. So it's funny. We still keep some of our old digital cameras because we couldn't sell them at garage sales. Yeah. And I was looking at one of them and I saw that I had like 128 megabytes in this old Sony memory card stick. That's like 20 something years old. And that was, <laughs> that was big back in the day. Yeah, so 128 megs was like huge. That was Nowadays, huge. it doesn't even hold anything. Right. So it's crazy to think about. It like, I, had like, I just found a thumb drive, like a USB thumb drive. And it was like four gigabytes. And I was like, dude, you can't this do is, shit. This is bad. Yeah. Now I got I got a PS4 with the terabyte. Well, I got like I mean I mean back back in the day, the first iPods were like eight gigabytes. Eight gigabytes. Yeah, eight gigabytes. And, and that, that was, was like the that big, was like, like sixteen. A, it was eight in the right. So that hey, was like hey, two hundred. Actually, hey, not to flex, but uh, shout out Molina. You can even you can quote me on this. I was the first person at Franklin to have a fucking iPod Mini. Good for you. Great. Wow. Give him a round of applause. Give me a round of applause for that. <laughs> but I thought that was I thought that was the coolest thing. I thought that was the coolest uh, thing. Everybody thought that was the coolest thing. Like you well, have a you have an iPod Mini. Like what is that? So I still have an iPod. Um, I have two. Are iPods you gonna keep it, in Steve? The okay, but that's the, that's the thing. Like how you said. Like why why would you need it? You just I don't even know if mine works. I haven't turned it on in probably five years. Well, and then and then so the other thing that's gonna happen <laughs> is that I'm turning one like ten years. Um, so in order to update an iPod, you yeah. have to put plug it into a computer. Yes. Eventually, the softwares on the computers are not gonna be compatible with that, and then the iPod is gonna be rendered useless completely. Yeah. That's true. You know what I mean? Which they're already rendered useless as is, but now when you cut the software off, well, that's you why you gotta add anymore. all these old you get songs all your that you, songs had that you want just... and give them to your kids. I mean, that so. iPod that you're seeing right there on that's that's what mine looks like, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I have, have two of those. That big disc. It's not the it's not the full touch. That's like the like no. a phone. It's, it's like got that. the wheel. The, the wheel. Yeah. Shit I, I have I have two of the mini ones. Classic. Yeah, they're that's badass, Joe. So last trending topic we have. This one kind of made me laugh because we talked about this before when this happened. Uh, Steve, remember the guy that, or did you hear about the robbery of the Wells Fargo? Wells Fargo about two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Was that okay. you, Steve? So I couldn't, no. I couldn't find the article. No. I couldn't find the article. What? How much he stole? Because uh, okay, he, AP Times is like, let me, let me get a two ninety nine. Yeah, they for put this. it behind a paywall. So he robbed Wells Fargo for nineteen hundred dollars. Nineteen hundred dollars. <laughs> That's it. That's and all. It, he how got. He's all like, him? I want my stimmy. <laughs> how long did it take him? Like two weeks, three weeks? Yeah, they caught him outside of Albuquerque, and somewhere. he was super happy about it yeah. too. <laughs> yeah. you see, he you was see happy, his mugshot. He was happy getting caught, huh? Yeah, dude, dude his, his mugshot. Mug he's was, got the biggest grin ever. He's, he's like, like, you know how you know how they caught him? Supposedly because he left his handprint on another bank. Yeah. They matched up his fingerprints somehow. And they're the like, FBI we got your ass. Dude, the FBI. But $1,900, dude, to rob a bank. Like, and what he, the is fuck that what is he, that? Is that what he asked for? No, no that's, that's what he all got. They, they had, on, I guess, on hand. The teller that he you know, he robbed her at gunpoint, yeah. only had that much cash. Well, that's, a, that's another good thing to think about right now is that nowadays, because so many tellers are all virtual. Yeah. They don't use cash. Nobody yeah. uses cash right. anymore. That's true. So Imagine he goes to JCU right. and he's like, let me get money. Like, yeah. dude, so that, it, okay, so that being said, 1900 is a lot. I guess, a lot. I guess yeah. nowadays yeah. it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. If it's, it's cash, still a lot. it's yeah. a lot. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy though. But stupid, it's just so dumb. Like, oh, you're going to oh, go to jail You know what? You know what's so crazy that baffled me is the fact that it was in downtown and you would think like there's so many police out there, you know, like they have a police station right there. Yeah, the fact that he got out of there, no, right there, and caught. he was gone for a while. And they maybe, that's why, maybe that's why he's smiling in his yeah. mugshot because he knows <laughs> he, he spent he, that money already. Like, yeah. hmm. he's like, he is. won. He beat. He beat him. He beat the man. <laughs> yeah, he beat Bro, he took that money and went to yeah. Cattleman's twice. No, was that? That's <laughs> he <what> was that? <laughs> nah, I know. Hey, he filled up his gas tank, know, and then that's it. I know he went. He went to Burke and he had a party out there. 
And that's it, dude. Okay, so last, so that was our last trending topic. Yes, sir. So if you're gonna rob a bank, guys, make sure to get 1900 at least. At least. At least. If not, you're not time. doing it right. <laughs> and use and use gloves. Right. Use gloves. Use gloves. <laughs> use gloves next okay, time. Don't put so, your hands on anyone. Or 1800. Or yeah, or you can come out with 1800 yeah. or sweat. All right. So does anybody know what time it is? Let's get ready to you got, transition. Do you have the time? What time is it? Back Mr. Steve Kaplan. Do you have the time? Do you have? Can you get us the time? You guys want the time? What the? Uh, it is time for the five random questions here. Everybody was conversing with Chris the podcast, hosted by your boy Chris Marquez. <laughs> Bro, Chewy jumped out of his chair. He to jumped show out of his chair. Was like, this is a time right now. He's what like, is bro, I got time. you. It's one fifty-one, brother. <laughs> he tried calling my phone. Hey, I, th- I thank you for that, Chewy. I thank you for that. Look okay. at him. He's got two phones. <laughs> Damn, calm guys, down, Kevin Gates. Guys, so uh, to wrap up the podcast here, you know how we like to do this. We uh, like to bring on our guests, hit them with five random questions that are truly just that. They are random. Okay, mm-hmm. good. I like that. Mr. Kaplowitz, are you ready for this? Sure. Joe, are you ready for this? Been ready. Me Open so. your eyes then, Joe. I'm trying to. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm ready. Okay, so question number one. Let me get some music here, Misa. I've always wanted to be a game show host, yeah, dude, by the way. That's, that's another one way. of my desires. Yeah, right? I'd love to be hosting a game show. I want to host The Price is Right. Bro, that would oh, be great. Be dope. You have a voice I, I, for it. I'd like to host like a late night show. Oh, there you go. There you go. Also, who wants to be a millionaire? Underrated. Underrated. Great show. Okay, anyways, question number one, Mr. Steve. Is it better to take a shower at night? Or in the morning. Morning. Yes, sir. Oh, morning. But so showers, you're, you're, baby. You're gonna go to sleep all sweaty and shitty. You no, it's that. It's that. It listen, wakes you up. Okay. Here's, here's the thing. If you go to, if you take the shower at night, and then you wake up in the morning, then you still have bedhead. Then right. what are you gonna do? You right. Gotta go back in the shower and fix your hair. Okay. Well, okay. So what's wrong with two showers? Have you taken showers in the morning and at night? I have. Oh, there you go. Let's okay. do it. I've taken showers at night. Um, sometimes you have to. If you if you're out and you just get completely disgusting, you got to take a shower. I got to shower. Um, yeah, but you know, I'll take I'll take morning because morning yeah. it freshens you up. You wake well, up when you take a shower. Bro. That's what it's morning hair. What do you have a fresh ass cut like this? Get I don't have I don't have here. that. I don't have that hair. Oh, Joe, what's so fresh about that? <laughs> fucking Fresher than you, crusty ass fucking haircut. Anyways, okay. Next morning, question. I'm a morning shower guy. Just let I'm the a, record I'm a, show. I'm a, morning, I'm a morning one too. Okay. Okay. Nice. I love me a morning shower. All right. Question number two, guys. Uh, Mr. Steve, when you go to put gas at the pump, yeah. do you stop on the exact dollar amount or do you, you know, is a Until few cents off? Until okay. full. Okay. Good question. Random. I like it. <laughs> the only time I will ever take the pump and get to the to the dollar, exact dollar amount is if it's at like either 97, 98, or 99. Right. And then I'll just hit the even number. But for the most part, I don't care. If whatever it stops, <laughs> it's hey, whatever it stops, have ever, it stops. Hey, wait, have you ever gotten over? What's that? Have you ever gotten over? I have, and it pisses me off. <laughs> He's like, that's why it seems like I just don't do it. Yeah, I just avoid uh, the issue. I will if I, if I if I get to like a if I get to like oh one, I'm like son. Yeah, of yeah. Then, I'll go, then I'll go. Then I'll go to like twenty five just to get to. Just to get to even, uh, and here's the like quarter. He'll end up putting an extra ten bucks because he just can't yeah. get it. Yeah, bro, that, that would be hilarious. The worst. I love that. Question. That was a great question. That was good a question. good question. Good question. All right, question number three, Mr. Steve. Simple question here. Uh, favorite candy of all time. Ooh. Ooh. Payday is mine. Favorite, Favorite candy, candy of all time. Paydays are so fucking. No, good. you used to say it was uh, M and M's for me. Yeah, I'm 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 regular M and M's. Regular, regular, regular M and M's. Hell yeah, Steve. Now we have something in common. <laughs> Fuck Joe. 
There you go. <laughs> a very, uh, a, a very aggressive. Hell yes, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> very aggressive. Why? Why? You? Okay. By question. the way, if you ever go to a Dairy Queen and get the Eminem Blizzard, oh, God. oh that that, okay, is, that that's fire. Okay, that that's fire. Serious, Bro, serious just, Steve, you need to, you need to go to uh, Cruces and go to um, Caliches. Caliches. Oh, Caliches. Yeah. I used to work for Caliches when I was here. And they're not here anymore. No, they used to be by the mall. That shows you the last time I've been to Cinemark to see a movie. <laughs> 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 they didn't go for like 20 no, yeah. years. Like but look, you, it, the thing is, it's, it's frozen custard. It's not even like ice so cream. Good. It's, like, it's really good, right? Sounds so good. you get it You get it with regular M&M's and mm. some Rice Krispies. Oh, there you go. Mixed Ooh. in. Okay. Add Let's a caramel drizzle to that. Oh, God. Shut up, Chris. Okay, question number four. Mr. Steve, what is your biggest pet peeve? Ooh. That's a tough one. Like Biggest my, pet yeah, peeve. Yeah, like mine is like... I got to think about that one for a second. Mine is like when you tell somebody like to meet you somewhere at a certain time and they're not there, that's That's just, you. Yes. No, that, that, no, that's that, you. You're always late. So no, that was my... That was my always late? No, no Chris, what do you mean? Chris is the type is like, yeah, I'm down to do that that day. And then that day comes like, no, nah, man, I got shit to do. <laughs> Yeah, but the that's worst part is, is when peep. they commit to it. Yeah, like, you, you know like you I mean? always commit. You never. No, 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 yeah, no, no, that's no, our no, biggest yeah, pet yeah, peeve. There's, there's levels of commitment, but yeah, that's my biggest pet peeve. Got to be on one. time. That's a good one. Um, yeah, and, and and I'm guilty when I my first date with my uh, now wife. I was like five minutes You're late. late. <laughs> she uh, and, and I'm lucky. I got that first date. She was ready to say goodbye. Damn. So she's uh, she's always she's just like you. Be on time. That's right. from her. My father-in-law. Same exact right. thing. Yeah. I got that from um, my mom, I would say. She was always big on that. Like, you asked, better be on time. Yeah, I got to think about that, what I what, what bothers me more than anything else. That's a... Um, Shitty drivers, second? Close yeah, second. I was going to say, driving Driving is one of my biggest pet peeves. Uh, if you're going to take a lane change, signal. Signal, please. Because the worst is when it's like the Indianapolis 500 on Mesa, <laughs> and everybody decides to go from lane to lane without signaling, <laughs> yeah. and so zigzagging all around. You're like, dude, you're going to get into an accident. Yes. Just just keep me away from it so I can avoid that as much as possible. Right. I so agree with you there. I would 100%. probably. You, you get a lot of road rage around El Paso? Do you, are you the person no, that like road no, rages? No. Like, I've, I've behaved because nowadays somebody can just come out and shoot you. Yeah, dude, Simple as that. pull out a gun on your yeah, ass. Yeah, it's like you know what you can't you can't let that stuff get well, I mean, to you. Not unless you shoot them first. <laughs> okay, hey, stay yes, stra- stay it's Texas. It's Texas. Stay self-defense. self-defense. Stay strapped or get clapped. Right. Okay. Yeah. Question number five. Last one. So did we get an answer there, Steve? At all? I, I would say signaling okay. it for driving. Okay, yeah, okay. signaling for driving. Okay, that and, and that and, and and when you're and, and when you're done taking a piss, wash your freaking hands. Hey, hey dude, for real, man. seriously. Did you wash your hands, Joe? And this has Always. nothing. And this has nothing to do with COVID. Right. This is just all about just sanitary. Wash your hands. What if yeah. I don't have to touch it? I just pulled out my pants and just. Does the same. All right, Joe, your hands are still dirty, bro. Fucking a. What if I don't have to touch it? (laughs) Okay, okay, Steve, are you are you that one guy that washes their hands before they use a restroom? No. No. <laughs> you like, do that, Chris. I, <laughs> that? I've seen that a lot. Oh, my yeah. work, man, like there's a lot of people that come through and, and, uh, and I'll walk into the restroom and I see a guy washing his hands and I was like, all right, this guy's out of here already. Not dude, this guy's done. And no. he goes straight there, to the yeah. urinal and no. he looks at me and he's like, you want me to shake that? My hands are clean. I'm he like, goes and takes chill. a shit. <laughs> all right. All right. Last question here. Question number five. We get a little bit more music. God, I love this fucking song. Such a great song. That's my favorite song. All right, question number five. Last one, Mr. Steve. Would you ever go skydiving? And I'm talking like you're strapped to another person. They jump out the plane with you. I've actually given it thought. Probably not. Okay, me not. too. I would not. I've do it. never, I've never even gone to iFly. 
Right. And that's about the closest thing you're going to get outside yeah. of jumping out of a plane. Indoor skydiving. So, yeah, haven't done that either. So, no, that really doesn't uh, doesn't do anything. Hey, it's, it doesn't not do that, anything it's not that me. bad as it it's looks. It's really not that bad. I've jumped out of Santa Teresa, and it's... It's all, and honestly, this experience. What, what's experience. the scariest experience that you had and stuff like that? Scariest? Yeah. Like something that you were so just like. So I, um, so years ago, this was about, I don't know now, it's like six years ago. I, um, I flipped an ATV and it oh, landed shit. on my back. God oh my God. And um, uh, my wife thought I was dead. Um, <laughs> seriously, because I went, we we're over at the, uh, the wall over here. Hey, right, we're at the, always at the wall. So, um, I had never been really on, on uh, ATVs, uh, like riding them other than just going real slow. And one of my buddies that there was a, it was a, it wasn't a big hill. It's a little hill. He goes, take it up and, uh, you know, give it some gas. So I gunned it and I lost control and I, f and I like went off of it. And as I jumped off the bike, it went up. And then it landed Fuck. on me. Oh so gosh. what I ended up what ended up happening was I broke my wrist. So I've got a I've got a plate. I've got a I've got a plate and eleven screws in my wrist, but it hit it rolled on top of me. And at first I thought I broke my back. I did, but um, then when I was able to get up and get my breath after about a minute or so, I realized I can breathe. So chances are my back isn't broken. But I went to the um, I went to an ER and. Um, Scary stuff. Um, you know, you hear about you hear about these accidents all the time, and you think about, well, if that thing lands on me, maybe another uh, inch or, or foot or whatever, I could be a could goner. Be so, yeah. so that was about as uh, that was about as scary as as anything I've dealt with. And, and I think I was 40, 43 or forty four when it happened. So, so the point is. I shouldn't have been on it in the first place doing right. stupid stuff like that. But unfortunately it, it happened and uh, yeah, it scared, uh, scared my family. Um, but I was able to walk away from it. That's about, that's about as, as scary a situation that I, that I've had to deal with. It, so. it reminds me when I was like 18, I went up to a water town, South Dakota with my dad and um, his, his uh, father-in-law had a, a, a quad that me and my friend got on and we we're just going crazy on it. And I ended up trying to, drift so fast i turned it you know going too fast and i fucking flipped and the shit landed on me and it mm -hmm. rolled over and and i'm thinking like oh i broke my back i i had a gash on my head and, and i was bleeding and i was like dude i can't walk can't feel my legs bro you know and that's why you get a can ams dog and i went i went to the hospital and they told me like hey if it was like two inches lower you would have been paralyzed from your waist down. Fuck. Yeah, you know, yeah, like that, that shit was bad. Yeah, I know. Just, I think you might be because you walk weird, a little weird. But. Yeah, dude. <laughs> but the point is, haven't been on an ATV since. Don't really have any interest in right. it. And you want to go uh, off-roading in the Jeep? I'll take you right now. No, thanks. No, thank you, Joe. I got the roll cage. I'm straight. <laughs> yeah. Joe, he doesn't want to even remember you after this, dude. <laughs> Chill. He's got the roll cage. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's okay. We got the roll cage, man. We'll roll it down is. the whole wall with this bitch. All right. So, Mr. Steve, those are five random questions. Uh, let's get ready to wrap up this podcast, guys. Let's give our final thoughts today. Let's start with you, Joe. Mr. Steve, thank you so much for coming out, giving us time out of your busy schedule. Because you're, you're always on. You're always on point. Keep doing what you're doing. You're a voice, or at least our generation. I hope you know your kid grows up to in. Takes to that, and my kid listens to him. My kid's five. Our kid, no, they're about to be six. They're six years old. Good. Thank you for everything you do for sports in El Paso. I'm going to keep listening. I'll get you on that Julio 70. We'll get about this <laughs> after after the pod. I, I got you. Steve, don't let him forget because he does. I'll forget. <laughs> nah, right. I'll be like, yo, what's up, man? Thank you so much. You're welcome. I appreciate you for your time being here. Love you guys. I haven't seen you guys in a minute. Thanks Peace for having me. Thanks for having me. It was good to meet you, Joe. Misa, final thoughts. 
Yeah, Steve Kaplowski, Wawaski, I don't know. Kaplowitz. By the way, that happens. And you want to know something? I'll get I'll get calls from telemarketers, and they'll be like, "Can I speak with Mister Kaplowski?" And and here's what and here's what I tell them. I say, "If you can find the friggin' ski." In my name, <laughs> I'll talk to you. Right. He's out throw hands right now. Otherwise, if you could tell me where the ski is, uh, otherwise, please hang up. And there's usually about a three second pause, and then they hang up. The <laughs> They're like, click. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, yeah. It's, it's funny because like uh, every time I come out and uh, I'm gonna do an, an episode or whatever, my my son's always like, Dad, where are you going? I'm I'm gonna go do an episode with who? And then I'll, I'll tell him who I have and. And this time I was like with, with Steve uh, Kaplowicz, and he's like Steve Wawowski. You know, like, they reminded me <laughs> hey, of the I movie love, I love Monsters. Monsters you know, I love so. Monsters. Um, but yeah, thank I you so much, Monsters. Steve. You're I, welcome. I'm glad. Uh, I know. I know it took a while, and and um, and I and I could understand, but I appreciate it for you uh, still hitting us back. Um, I wish you the best. Uh, Thanks, man. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we could have you back sometime soon. We could hang out maybe uh, outside of the pod. But thank you very much. This was fun. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, I want to give a shout out to our boy Chewy from Next Gen Sports right here, guys. He's got this guy's the guy who made our our merch merch dropping soon. Thank you very much. Speaking of Steve, I wanna I wanna gift you this bandana. Oh wow! Uh, Conversing with Chris, this is a this Thank is the first much. ones that we made. Those are so, cool. Uh, this Thank is, you. This is just Look for you, that. brother. That's awesome. Um, that's that's original. Look, that's the first. Like that's that. one of that's one, one of the first ones that we've made. So uh, that was it. Like one of three that that uh, one Chewy of three. printed out. Thank you. I one appreciate that. Do you have one? I hope because you're yeah, wearing yeah, a, you're we wearing a bandana now. Yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. really oh, cool. Yeah, I'm hey, keeping but, one thanks, for sure. Hey, but before that, we got we all got to sign that for you. Oh yeah, definitely. I'll put that up on the uh, the radio station. We'll have yeah. this up as like uh, one of our trophies. That's cool. Yeah, thanks, appreciate guys. it. Awesome. So thank you very much, thank everybody. You. Everybody listening, thank you so much. You guys make sure to follow, subscribe, and most importantly, you guys make sure to stay fresh. Mr. Steve, final thoughts today. I mean, I'll just say this, guys. Enjoyed the time. It was a lot of fun. Um, I, I like this show because it's loose. Nobody really takes themselves too seriously, which is good. I've never done that either. You just, you can't. Just have fun. Right. And best advice I could tell you doing podcasts like I've been doing radio is be yourselves. Just have a good time. Enjoy it. And, uh, you know, after that, you just get to the point where you, it's like everything else you do. You don't even realize you're just doing natural, it. Yeah. yeah, you don't even realize you're doing a podcast. You're just having a good time, having yeah. fun. And listenership will grow. More and more people will be checking it out. And before you know it, uh, you guys will be bigger than me, which is uh, something I'm excited about checking out. That would be good. That, that'd be a day to remember, man. Yes, sure. great. Yeah, great words right there, Steve. Thank you very much for that. Uh, my final thoughts today, guys, Mr. Steve, once again, thank you for coming through. Uh, we know how busy you are, but we are we really do appreciate you coming and hanging out with us for uh, some few hours here on a Saturday. Uh, I think what you do for a living is really amazing. Uh, it's kind of like a dream job of mine. It's badass, dude. It's, it's something that we would all love. Yeah, and, for sure. And just for, like I said, about having like Tysher in here to have you in here, it's been like a dream come true for me. Uh, so thank you guys for that. Nice. Obviously, you know, we're, we'll be supporting you, you know, as your career goes. And you have an open door policy here, man. Whenever you want to come back on. Good, Steve. We'll if you ever want to go try on. Chico's again, we could. And we'll <laughs> vlog about it. And we'll, we'll, we'll truly do a whole food. And we, food we can have that barbecue, the, the barbecue off, the smoke off. But there yeah. you go. That sounds like fun too. Guys. So yeah, man. Thank you, Steve. You're welcome. We hope you enjoy your your gifts, your, your tequila your bottle. leftover Appreciate bottle. That. Yes, that'll be good. <laughs> guys, with all that being said, episode 124, conversing with Chris and me to the podcast. Make sure you guys are liking us on Facebook, subscribing to our YouTube channel, following us on Instagram, and leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts. Uh, with all that being said, guys, shout out our boy Chewy from Next Gen Sports for the merch. Episode 124 with Steve Kaplowitz. We are. G -G 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 Let's go. Out. Steve Wawowski. <laughs>